Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. This show is pre-recorded. The British are coming. Quick, put up your gun-free zone sign and run to your safe space, said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Good evening. We've outlawed all thoughts other than what we're about to tell you. Joe Biden is now sworn in as the 46th president of the United States of America. We at the mainstream media finally have one of our own back in office. (laughs) Our system is working well again. And over the next four years, you'll probably think we're a lot less vicious than we used to be. That's because we will be. But remember, deep inside, we're still who we've always been. Got it? Hi, I'm living in the world's largest prison. It's called California. (laughs) No, seriously, it's been kind of getting a bad rap lately, but I assure you, it's never been better living in California. The freedom suppressing theme that's strong in California is so fashionable right now. The communists like lockdowns, wear a mask everywhere you go, stay off the beach orders. They basically have a put yourself in the body bag now order. so progressive. I understand why California has such a large prison population. People are trying to get in just to have a little freedom. But I wouldn't want that because freedom's dangerous based on what my North Korean Cali propaganda has told me to think. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. We're off to a rock and start today because we're going to have a lot of educating going on. And this is exactly what we need right now. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. Hi. See? Don't we sound chipper? Anyway, um, and this is why. This is why. I want to remind everybody, with uh, with great education, um, we can do great things in this country because we are the only civilization uh, in the history of the world to have a constitution uh, while uh, trying to, in place, while trying to fight our oppression. Are the oppressors, the uh, dictator Biden, um, how many executive orders has he signed and it hasn't even been a week? 37. 37. Okay, now, the first comment is going to be, but I know I'm a leftist, and he is just trying to undo the damage that I've been told he did, and so he's reversing. Okay, so here's the answer to that. How many are reversals, if you want to go down that road? Of the 37, Uh only 12 are reversals of Trump policies. He has more executive orders under his belt in, honestly, really five days of being really in office than who? Well, through the Obama, through January, Bush. Trump signed seven, Obama nine, George Bush four, and Bill Clinton only signed two. Through the month of January of the first year of their presidency. So he's only beat them by over 25. <laughs> It is, it, it's so horrific. And many are aimed at oil and gas. He is removing people from their jobs. He is creating yep. a, 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 a more horrible economy. Um, he wants to make the ban on oil and gas drilling on federal property permanent. Um, he is just signing away. He has no executive power to legislate. But his Congress will back him every step of the way because the majority rule under uh, under Pelosi, okay, 
it, it's insane that no one will stop him. 37 executive orders in really five days. And the wording of them, if you read them, the wording of them is legislation. It is. It's not anything. You know, an executive order by the president is supposed to be something to do with the executive branch. Like, I'll tell you, one that's Mm -hmm. legitimate. Mm -hmm. To say all federal employees must wear a mask. Yeah. That's legitimate. Mm -hmm. He can do that. Mm -hmm. But he can't add everybody else in the country to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have over 40 million people that work for the government <laughs> in America. I just want to remind everybody all the way down to cities. Um, okay. Uh, the order will likely be accompanied by a directive ordering the government to conserve 30% of all federal land and water over the next decade. This is legislation. Yeah. That's why we're saying. And another uh, designating uh, uh, climate change as a national security issue. Okay. Now. This show so dedicated to education today because we need to, if we can educate so many more Americans in what's being done, then it explains why it's being done and we can go back to the roots. So we're going to do that today. I'm even going to roll some tape from Chris Ann Hall on the 1871 that seems to be occupying a lot of people's time out there that shouldn't be. Um, because, well, there's so many reasons why. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, okay. Back, uh, in the 1950s, um, our cities were entrapped, you know, in some pollution left by, uh, crude internal combustion engines, right? And, and poorly defined gasoline that powered cars and trucks. And if you remember, they went, they went on, instead of just having companies sort of, change things a little bit they went on this whole crusade we had the crying indian we had all kinds of stuff going on and so what i want to describe to you is kind of what happened uh along the way um because they turned it into the movement the hill to die on because this was really going to be in the direction of supporting and empowering the un as world government okay there was a scientist named roger revel he had al gore in his class at harvard and the global warming campaign was born at that point in government because Ravel tried to calm things down a few years later but Gore said Ravel was senile and refused to debate him well John Coleman documented the entire story and then showed how our tax dollars are perpetuating global warming alarmist remember how they changed it to global mm-hmm. you know climate change because climate it was warming and then cooling and then warming yeah, every decade mm-hmm. right in a so, cycle yes Ravel was the director of Scripps in La Jolla uh, California and then obtained major funding from the Navy to do measurements and research on the ocean, uh, where the U.S. military was conducting post-war atomic bomb tests, he hired Hans Seuss. Now, Hans, sorry, Hans Seuss was a German scientist, German Nazi scientist that we took from World War II, and um, he was working on nuclear science, and in 1957, he published a paper labeling carbon dioxide as greenhouse gas. Okay, this Nazi scientist published a paper, 1957, about carbon dioxide as a greenhouse gas while serving as the director of Scripps. Ravel and one of his researchers wrote the first modern scientific paper that linked carbon dioxide released into the air from the burning of fossil fuels and the greenhouse effect and the warming of temperatures. And this is what triggered that avalanche, the avalanche of research. That eventually became the start of the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. 
and the entire global warming movement was then politicized by government. The interesting thing about this Nazi scientist, Hans Seuss, is that yes, he studied carbon dioxide coming from burning fuels. But what he actually concluded that the oceans were absorbing most of it, and it wasn't a threat. Let me say that again. The original paper that is one of the foundations of the climate change gobbledygook came from a Nazi scientist that we brought over to America, okay, that basically said that in the paper that the ocean was absorbing the carbon dioxide from burning fuels. But you're not, you're not hearing that right now, are you? You know, the chemistry of the ocean mm-hmm. was created to do that. Yes. I had a big, I had a large saltwater mm-hmm. aquarium. Mm-hmm. I had to add carbon dioxide to it. I had to have a tank yeah. that actually bled carbon dioxide <laughs> to keep the environment in the tank proper. That's interesting. It was designed. That's interesting. It was created by God to mm-hmm. do that. Right. Now, Seuss actually said that this was a theory and that there was more to even learn about it at the time. But Ravel, okay, so he publishes this in 1957. Ravel and Seuss's paper was all about projections. Sound familiar? That's all we ever have is projections, Mm -hmm. right? Dire projections. Because they didn't have any scientific facts to work from at the time. So the United Nations at the time had their projections, of course, because this would move power to them. They knew that clear back then. This is why they, this, this, this is why it was their hill to die on, on how the population in high numbers would affect carbon dioxide. So Ravel, the director of Scripps, split the projection numbers to compromise between his numbers and the UN numbers. <laughs> That's science. Well, he's a giver. <laughs> he's a giver. And so, so none of his calculations were based on anything factual. And there was, there was just a guess that the population increase and increase in cars and gases would result, it was a guess, in a small percentage of warming. Okay, a percentage that can't even hardly be calculated. But in the paper, they wrote that this was a projection of what they thought would happen in change of several percentage points of warming per decade. So if any change occurred at all, they couldn't have been certain. They weren't certain. And they knew they weren't certain. And in the same issue of the TELUS, T-E-L-L-U-S, other scientists referred to the Seuss effect, that scientist's name, Seuss effect, and did not come out with the same projections. They failed to explain how the trace gas, only a tiny fraction of the atmosphere, could have any, any significant impact on temperatures. Okay? So back in the 50s when this was going on, people were noticing, you know, pollution. They, they, with their eyes, they're, they're oh, that's, pol- that's pollution, that's pollution, okay? So the government heard this, right? And then they set all these, started to set environmental standards, okay? Now... The science started getting used all over the world from that one published paper in 1957. And this is what started the frenzy. Ravel campaigned for chancellor to UC San Diego, California University in Los. And he was so disappointed, he switched his focus from oceanography to public policy. He packed up, went to Harvard in 1967 to study population. Now listen up. The only science class Al Gore ever took was Ravel's science class at Harvard. In the late 60s. Okay. He bought it hook, line, and sinker. Even though, well, in his first Senate run, 
He claimed global warming. This is what actually got him elected. Money started flowing to global warming groups and research groups. There was definitely somebody behind him. The guy is such a puppeteer. I mean, he's a puppet, okay, to the puppeteers. So they used him to to basically start this revolution of global warming campaign um, that started from that one published paper. Maurice Strong jumped in and in 1974 got a panel into the UN to support his science. And back in the 60s, the global warming research came to the attention of Canadian-born United Nations bureaucrat Maurice Strong. And he was looking for all these uh, issues he could use to fulfill his dream of a one-world government. Strong organized Earth Day. Um, at the Stockholm Sweden event in 1970. Do you guys remember the guy over here? Remember? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this when I come back. People need to know this history. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. This is Alan Davis. I'm running for Washington County Commissioner. I'm not a career politician, but I am for low taxes, low spending, and less regulation. I support election integrity. Let's vote on Election Day with ID and get rid of the voting machines. I am for health, freedom, no mandates, no passports. I'm against overreach from federal, state, and local governments on the citizens of Washington County. Vote Alan Davis for Commissioner in the Republican primary. Paid for by the Allen Davis campaign. Make the most of your golf practice with Black Tee Golf. Black Tee memberships allow you access to Southern Utah's most exclusive indoor golf club with the area's largest 4K screens. Black Tee Golf is open to members 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with the world's most sophisticated software featuring TrackMan simulators. So stop by for your lunch break, bring the kids by for fun games, play 9 or 18 with a partner, or just swing by for an hour to hone your skills. Memberships are limited. Grab yours now at Triple W. My name is Colin Jack, candidate for Utah House Seat 73 and representative-elect for our district. I'm running to protect our personal liberties, financial freedom, and energy security. With the current State of the Union, it has never been more important to be represented by a constitutional conservative. Ballots for the primary election have been mailed out by the county and are due back by June 28th. My name is Colin Jack, and I'd appreciate your vote. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. 
Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now, 435-922-7000. Hello, this is Gil Almquist. The true measure of a candidate for re-election is what they've accomplished. I wrote the proclamation defending law enforcement and first responders. I wrote the resolution to keep the Dixie name. I wrote the resolution against vaccine and mask mandates. I voted for the resolution naming Washington County a constitutional sanctuary. And twice I voted for lower taxes. Washington County has the lowest general fund tax of all Utah counties. Ballots have been sent to you this week. I ask Ask you to vote Gil Almquist, Washington County Commissioner. Paid for by the committee to re-elect Gil Almquist. Freedom is slipping away. I am Patrick Larson. I am a true conservative. I believe in less government, no new taxes, medical, personal, and property freedom. I believe in the right to self-preservation, free speech, and the deregulation of small businesses who are truly essential to the lifeblood of America. Utah should be the freest state in America. We need to fight for conservative values and elect new representatives to the legislature who will vigorously engage to protect our freedom. I am Patrick Larson, a voice that won't be silent. Vote Patrick Larson for Utah State Senate. Paid for by Patrick Larson. Gold is money. Everything else is credit, said J.P. Morgan. Stop kidding yourself into believing that the government is going to save you. It never has and never will. In fact, it is completely incapable and absolutely incompetent to have any trust laid in its hands when it comes to your personal economy. Wake up and listen to that small voice inside you that has been consistently nudging you to purchase real money, silver and gold, from the most esteemed and highly praised gold medal winner, Gold Ore Store, known for its ability to meet or beat virtually any legitimately advertised price. Gold Ore Store, 435 9119. That's 435 703 9119. Our original address is number 7 North Main Street, historic downtown St. George. And now introducing our brand new private appointment only location for larger volume requirements. Call now 435 703 9119 for your exclusive one on one PPMC experience. This show is pre recorded. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. Some people have a deep, abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country. Some people don't. People start pollution. People can stop it. That was the 1970s, Keep America Beautiful, um, Indian crying uh, that uh, was really there to propagandize to America that all we were doing was just crapping all over this country and polluting it and didn't care about it. And so, therefore, they had to rush in with the um, really UN-directed um, monstrosity that we now call climate change, in which Joe Biden took as his first a lot of his executive orders now are geared toward climate change. This is their hill to die on. Does everybody remember Obama in one of his last State of the Union address? I'll never forget it. Sitting there telling, threatening Americans that they had better just believe in it. Yep. I'll never forget it because I remember going, I'm sorry, we have to just believe in it? Like the tooth fairy? Okay. And he basically was threatening all of us. 
over the pulpit. I mean, it was just amazing to me to get, that he got away with that. But of course, the press provides cover. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. There was a, a piece not long ago that talked about, oh gosh, what would we have done without this? Because you know, those those the, this is this was one of the statements they made to counter and slow down the effort to address climate change. The fossil fuel industry began its long and powerful strategy of climate denial and obstructionism. Even though they knew the science, I'm sorry, listen to that sentence. Even though they knew the science, no, even because what, what really should have been written was because they didn't believe in junk science that stemmed from that 1957 article by the Nazi scientist, I should say Germans, they call them German scientists, whatever. They said, this article went on to say, they also realized that attempts to control emissions could seriously damage their bottom lines. Um, so in 1998 is the first global attempt to rein in climate pollution. That's not true. In in the 70s, I've run pieces introing into the show where they were trying to tell everybody that they were going to be a freaking popsicle by uh, 1979. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were they were ramming this down our throats then. And uh, in 1998, they called it the victory memo. Why do you think they called it a victory memo? Because it said victory will be achieved when the, those promoting the uh, Kyoto tr- Treaty on the basis of extant science appear to be out of touch with reality. You're out of touch with reality if you know that all of this was based on a foundation of garbage. Garbage science. So much of what has been written mm-hmm. over the last 50 years right. supports this lie. Too. I know. Here's an example. This one, in this one book, this author says, the earth did cool somewhat between the years 1940 and 1970 mm-hmm. due to a post-war boom in right. aerosol pollutants. What? Aerosol pollutants. That's what caused it. <laughs> they reflected the sunlight away from the planet. <laughs> All that That's <laughs> absolute nonsense. Okay. So 1970, let's pick up where we left off. 1970, Maurice Strong, who served as the, you got it, Undersecretary, of the, uh, Undersecretary General of the United Nations from Canada. Okay. And his, by the way, the Earth Day in 1970 co-founder was the one who stuck, who murdered his girlfriend and stuck her in the closet. These two are gems. <laughs> anyway, Strong developed this concept that the UN could demand payments from the advanced nations for climate change from all the burning of fossil fuels to benefit mm-hmm. the underdeveloped nations. Now, now you tell me, are we in danger or are they funding third world countries yeah okay sounds sounds pretty straightforward (laughs) sounds a a sort of co2 tax that would be the funding for his one world government since he was under secretary general of the u.n anyway so he needed more scientific evidence to support his primary thesis so he maurice strong championed the establishment of the united nations intergovernmental panel on climate change called the unipcc this was not a pure climate study scientific organization. Okay? This is why a lot of people out there, the majority of the country, are going, this is junk. Even President Trump pointed this out, that it's junk. Okay. So it, so it, um, it was an organization, this UNIPCC, it was an organization of one world government, UN bureaucrats, environmental activists, and environmental scientists that get grant money from the government. 
which is us, who craved UN funding so they could produce the science they needed to stop the burning of fossil fuels. Now, let me back that up. They knew they didn't have the evidence, so they went back and created it out of thin air to back themselves. Okay? They started a movement knowing that the foundation was not there. They went back and had to create with environmental activists, had to actually create something that shored them up. It was all a creation. It was all theater. And they used a pretty standard method. Repeat a lie often enough, (laughs) and it becomes the truth. Yes. So the Sierra Club jumped in. All the clubs jumped in. They knew that more and more money was going to flow into global warming at the time. And scientists staked their reputations on it, and it was funded by our tax dollars. And Al Gore did an inconvenient truth in 2007 and won an Oscar for Best Documentary. He got the Nobel Peace Prize that was all based on junk, all based on something they had to create. Because their, their movement didn't stem from something naturally occurring. So they had to create it. So he got the Nobel Peace Prize, and this effort brought Gore $100 million and his partnership at Klein Perkins in the last decade, and a half of a, of a billion dollars funneled through, a billion dollars funneled through for the case at Klein's Perkins. Contracts made this money, and Al Gore is a partner. See, he didn't really mind that he didn't get the presidency in 2000. In 1990, President Bush awarded him the National Medal of Science, and Ravel publicly admitted upon receiving it, that he was not an educated scientist. The teacher that taught Al Gore the one class who based his knowledge on the 1957 paper that was actually a theory. Okay? So this became the mainstay in public school education that's never gone away. And it's shown to kids over and over again. It's still being shown to kids. It is still being shown to kids. And that said, we were all going to burn and die and become fried eggs on the sidewalk in 2013. Ravel lost interest in his population studies at Harvard, came back to San Diego as a professor, and he wrote papers saying not to get alarmed by global warming. This was Al Gore's teacher that Al Gore refused to bring on talk shows with him, refused to debate him, absolutely called him senile, okay? Climate is variable year to year, and we do not understand them, and and we should wait 10 to 20 years to gather science. This is what Ravel was saying, and so the media shunned Ravel at this point and called him a senile low bat. The man that had started it saying global warming science was not substantiated uh, due to greenhouse gas carbon dioxide. Um, So... Al Gore, how did he react? He said Ravel was senile, not in his right mind, and he passed away of a heart attack in 1991. And after he died, his family tried to gain recognition for him when he was declared as the father of global warming under the first Bush. His retraction as the co-authored by Dr. Singer. Dr. Singer became the scapegoat by Ravel's family. Singer said, Ravel said, everyone needs more time to evaluate science. And Ravel said in 1990, there was no warming, no warming whatsoever. Just died of a heart attack. 
And he said he was regretful over his first published paper and said Congress and government were getting way too excited about it. And in 1990, uh, 1988, Roger Revell was having major second thoughts about whether carbon dioxide was a significant greenhouse gas. He wrote letters to two congressmen about it. And in 1991, he co-authored a report for the New Science uh, a, a magazine, Cosmos, in which he expect, expressed strong doubts about global warming and urged more research before any action was ever taken. And so people said Singer manipulated Ravel into his thinking. Ravel said it was untrue. He said that he was very sharp to the very end and you could not change his mind. Ravel wrote all these letters to Senate uh, to Senate members and congressmen stating over and over again in 1990 there was no proof of warming at all and he suddenly dies of a heart attack the next year. I'm not going to say anything, but it's a little weird um, because he wasn't dying or, that, you know, I mean, he was older. But anyway, Ravel was a uh, liberal Democrat. <laughs> Singer was a conservative, but they agreed on the fact that there was no science to support this. And 9,000 PhDs at the, and at the time uh, signed a, a petition that there is no human-caused global warming. Scripps gave Al Gore uh, the Roger Ravel Award. I know. Let me say that again. Scripps in San Diego gave Al Gore the Roger Ravel Award for his work in global warming when Ravel went out for years and said it's absolutely not true, which is very ironic. And then after Ravel's, it was after Ravel's death, of course, and he only took that one class from him. Okay. And in the 60s, Ravel ran Scripps. Is that not the most, for irony, I don't, anyway, um, so now we have so many billions of dollars, it's really hard to count anymore on the crooked science. All of the global warming um, garbage uh, came from the 60s and 70s when Walter Cronkite announced we were going into an ice age. And the, <laughs> the global uh, cooling scare started in 1958 and the warming scare in 1980 because we obviously didn't freeze at, in 79. So they didn't know where to go with it. So they said that they had miscalculated and that we were actually heating up. Pretty big miscalculation, don't you think, going from we're going to become ice cubes to we're going to be burnt on the sidewalk? Yeah, but but there was those two historic blizzards in 1978 <laughs> that convinced everybody it was oh, true. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. So I, I just... <laughs> it, this is... This history is unknown. This history is not discussed in any classes in public school. This history is something that you need to share. I want you to share. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that this is a podcast of these two segments so you can share this information. I wish more people understood this. More children need to understand <sighs> yes. it. Yes. Because they're not taught any of this. Mm -hmm. They're only taught that, yes. that, that we say now that there's a climate problem that, that's going to kill us all if we don't do something and about it. And if you it. don't agree, you're irresponsible yeah. and a hateful American. And you better, be, like Obama said, you better believe it or, or else. Yeah. But children are amazingly mm -hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. If you show a child, look, they've been saying this every 10 years for the last 75 years. Years, uh -huh. yeah. They'll put it together. Every 10 years, we're going to die at the yeah. end of the decade. They'll now, put it together. 50, 60 years of this, you guys. I don't know if we have to go five more decades to finally see how ridiculous it is that every decade we're told we're going to die at the end of the decade. Why? Because it's enough time to do the sweeping taxation and changes 
without people going, well, that's 20 years away, right? If they set it at 20 years, people go, oh, that's 20 years. Who, I mean, uh, but 10 years is enough where they go, oh, we're going to all die. So You know, once they actually get a mm-hmm. global a carbon tax, mm-hmm. you'll never hear another word about global warming yep. or climate change. Ken Lay of Enron, by the way, and Al Gore met up uh, to cook up the global warming scheme. I actually have it on tape. I actually have it on tape. It's pretty amazing. Um, yes, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, Ross Perot tried to debate Al Gore on this and say, stop giving us propaganda. Stop giving us propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that the demonization of Ross Perot. They had to demonize that guy to the hilt because this was their hill to die on, and it is right now. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. My name is Lindsay, and I'm the health coach manager at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. Working in the health coach department brings many blessings not only to our customers' lives, but to your own as well. I'm looking for caring people who are passionate about changing people's lives to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers to apply for the health coaching position today. Hi, my name is Haley. I am the Director of Health Coach Training at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. I have loved being a health coach. It's an extremely fulfilling position and I'm excited to come to work every day. I love seeing people as they make changes that are improving their quality of life. If you are a highly motivated person and care about helping others see success in their lives, I would encourage you to apply for the health coaching position today at balanceofnature.com slash careers. Hello, this is Gil Alquist, candidate for re-election as your county commissioner. This year marks Washington County's 170th anniversary. I am proud of our citizens, past and present, their hard work and accomplishments. It takes a community coming together to continue making wise decisions for our future. I am running as county commissioner to be part of preserving what we have and to prepare for the future through proper planning, wise spending, and conservative values. Ballots have been sent to you this week. I ask you to vote Gil Alquist, Washington County Commissioner. Paid for by the committee to re-elect Gil Alquist. Purple mattresses are the latest development in mattress technology, and they're amazing. At Best Mattress, we carry the entire line of Purple mattresses. We've got easy delivery and great financing options, too. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. When you go into any Best Mattress location, you'll be treated to a great, great experience. You won't get better service anywhere, and you can't find better prices anywhere. Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. The best of Southern Utah votes are in. And the winner is the Gold Ore Store, winning gold in three categories. Find out for yourself why they've won gold three years in a row. Visit the Gold Ore Store today. And thanks for voting. My name is Colin Jack, candidate for Utah House Seat 73 and representative-elect for our district. I'm running to protect our personal liberties, financial freedom, and energy security. With the current State of the Union, it has never been more important to be represented by a constitutional conservative. Ballots for the primary election have been mailed out by the county and are due back by June 28th. My name is Colin Jack, and I'd appreciate your vote. Disasters can take many forms. Prolonged power outage, flood or fire, or even when Aunt Julie shows up with those screaming twins. Kids, calm down. We'll eat in a minute. 
Luckily, you stocked up on plenty of food storage at Your Family Still Matters, including delicious Mountain House freeze-dried dinners that take only 10 minutes to prepare. Mmm, this stroganoff is so delicious. Disasters can happen anytime and anywhere. Be prepared with the help from the experts at Your Family Still Matters. You must give me your recipe. Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah, now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24-hour hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Hi guys, it's not Andrew, it's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED, but we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row. Garage Doors Only, where garage doors is all we do. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid, too, even if they've applied in the past. Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I grew up hearing that women are bad with money, but I pay bills and take care of my family, so I'm pretty good with money. And now I'm taking control of my financial future by saving for retirement. Jumpstart your retirement savings at WeSaySaveIt.org. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This show is pre-recorded. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And guess who joins me? Milty was, uh, Milty went homesick today. Uh, Susan, how are you? Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Um, really glad. Happy to have you. <laughs> and uh, of course, we'll still take your calls. Uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. And uh, aren't they fantastic? Don't you love this product? I love this product. I was just talking to somebody about this product, and uh, and they said, you know, I got a little cold, and it was done in like a day, and I'm pretty sure it was the balance of nature, because the balance of nature is shoring up that immune system uh, so effortless, effortlessly. Uh, make sure you go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code word Kate. Really love and believe in this product, and you're not going to eat all those vegetables and fruits every day. And, of course, they are chemical-free, um, and they are GMO-free, and you're getting the best of the best. So this is important because of what I'm about to tell you. So make sure you go to balanceofnature.com and I would order up. I would make sure you have extra in your food pantry. I really would. And and this is why, you know, we've been kind of talking about this in different ways, uh, what they had projected, what they wanted to do. And it might just become a reality. I actually think it already has. That's why they're announcing it. Isn't that usually how it works, Susan? Oh, yeah. Um, usually by the time they're doing it, DARPA did it 
10 years ago. So uh, usually by the time they're figuring this out. So I, you know that they've already started this. And we're the last to know. We're the, always the last to know. Yeah. And they announce it like it's our new thing. Oh, okay. Um, so the matter of food and waterborne uh, GTAs, which would mean that, uh, you know, us pesky unvaccinated, we are just so clueless and dirty and yucky that we really need what's in this shot. They're that desperate to get it into us, even though we're perfectly fine. And so uh, the University of California at Riverside is on the case. That means they already did it. The future of vaccines looks more like eating a salad than getting a shot in the arm. UC Riverside scientists are studying whether they can turn edible plants like lettuce into mRNA vaccine factories. We're testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of people growing it in their own gardens. Farmers could also eventually grow entire fields of it. Why? Because the farmers, look what the feds do with the farmers, right? That's right. And uh, look how much farmland Bill Gates owns. Look how much it's controlled already with the GMOs, everything else that they're doing, right? Just so farmers can can make it, right? That's right. So... um, he says, uh, it gives new meaning to eat your vegetables, kids. They're good for you. Yeah, that's sarcastic. So uh, a jab might get it be avoided, but can we avoid vaccine nanoparticles in our vegetables? Well, according to Alana Freeland, who I interviewed last week, it's been dropping down on us for quite a while. But you have to have the vaccine to get it to work. So I almost think that could they put stuff more stuff in the food than they already do <laughs> to poison us? Sure. But I think it's kind of one of those methods to say, see, you're going to get it from everywhere. So if you want a life, just go get the jab. Because I think they need the jab in order to get that system right, in order to to take those nanoparticles to get them to work the way they want them to work in the body. The synergy. Yeah, it's like the battery to a car. Right. Yeah. And so uh, that's interesting, isn't it? So in effect, people could, this is what they're saying, uh, University um, of Riverside, get uh, instead of a COVID vaccination, not by a needle prick, but by food consumption, edible vaccines. I don't know. It could work, I guess. They could do that. Um, will maybe it, will this... it be labeled organic? <laughs> organic. Can they just organic label vaccines. a poison? Poison <laughs> lettuce. Poison <laughs> spinach. Oh, my gosh. It's sick. It's so sick. I have to laugh or I cry. That's my that's my alternative. So with cereal, they mm-hmm. said fortified. Yeah, fortified. fortified, fortified. Love that word. And so the research uh, into uh, you know edible vaccines. This was discussed in 2011 because I've talked about this on the show, not for mRNA, but for just the crap they wanted to give us. And uh, the paper uh, the next year discussed the vaccination of chickens using brands, uh, ground grains, and water as vehicles in water transmission as a prescribed method. You know, if there was ever a reason to be self-sufficient and have a garden, I guess this would be it. Um, But I I did want to share this with you before I take some calls. Um, This is from Dr. Lee Merritt, and so maybe this is something we end up doing all the time because of what's in our food supply anyway. So let me give you this. This is if you've taken the the COVID vaccine and you have remorse. And by the way, she's not giving you medical advice. She's giving you her opinion. Um, But she said uh, that uh, if you've been given synthetic genetic material in your body, which can become part of your genome, they're lying when they say it can't, and can act as an epigenetic controller of your DNA, the vaccines cause your body to produce a spike protein that causes COVID. 
These spike proteins, I think it's just pneumonia, deeper pneumonia, these spike proteins may linger for a long time in the membranes of your cells and then can enter every organ in your body, even your brain. By the way, they, they tend to gather in your organs. So they, that's their gathering place. Um, chronic spike protein infection. And, uh, and this is what she said to do. She goes, I would take ivermectin, 0.5 to 0.6 milligrams a day for five days. If you have brain fog or a headache, you may consider daily for 10 days. Stay on ivermectin for one week, minimum of two months. Then wait. Uh, then await developments. Keep extra meds at home. Add hydroxychloroquine, uh, 200, twice daily. And 10 days if vaccinated within a week. Do it for 10 days if vaccinated within a week. Um, adults, 10,000 in a, a day of D3. And no overdoses have ever been recorded at 10,000 in a day. At some point after a couple of months or so, check a level and you might, and you want to be above 55. The level 55, not the age. <laughs> Zinc, take 30 milligrams daily. Selenium, 220 a day. Don't take more than 220. Remember, that was her warning from the InfoWars show we did. Quercetin, 500, twice a day. And vitamin C, 3 to 5 milligrams uh, minimum in divided doses throughout the day. Oh, I'm sorry, 3 to 5 grams, GM. And uh, NAC, 600 to 1,000, twice a day. That will protect against the damage from the spike protein and is excellent for producing antioxidation of the brain and elsewhere. NAC, the very thing they're going to take off the market, from what I hear, from pharmacists in January. So if I were you, I'd order up NAC 900s and make sure you have a lot of them in your in your cupboard. It's it's a powerful anti-inflammatory. It is, and it even acts like a like a natural blood thinner. That well, in quercetin, yes, mm-hmm. because they're saying aspirin right. is right. the new thing to take if you have COVID. Yes, or, yes, yes. and it's, it's lowering the, everything because of uh, right blood clots from the. Shots. They're just noticing that. I know it's, it's just scary. noticing. Uh, and so that's her list. And she said, so if you had the shot, that will help. And then I'm suspecting that if they were able to uh, to do this with even more so with the food supply than we already know is going on, if they were able to do this with water, um, have your own garden, but also the fact that, you know, if you could do these things, can it minimize the damage? I don't know. But she's certainly putting it out there and saying, you know what, this is, uh, this is scary. 888-673-1450, phone lines are open. What are your thoughts, Susan? Oh, my gosh. Well, my thoughts are you have to be a person who is a predator to participate in something mm-hmm. like this, to think we're going to do nanoparticles in food and kind of take over the food industry doing mm-hmm. that push that on people leave them no other options and then you go well they they wouldn't do that would they why wouldn't they right. after all this of course I know. there's people willing yes always people willing to do yes. this uh look at fauci hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead thank you uh Pleasure. remember the movie logan's run uh oh, yeah. here we come that's right maybe maybe uh that's their answer you know just let everybody have a good time until they're 30 and then you know off them yeah, well, there's been a lot of shows about that. <laughs> there has, there has. No, 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 no. This is getting this is getting really bad now that you've discussed this potential for them to spike the water and the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way out. Right. Concentration camps, you know, uh, coming up. Exit left. I know. I know. Scary. Thank you. Right. Really, really 
I know. It is. And I don't know how to get away from that other than are there things you can do? Well, um, I would actually load up. We were talking about prepping in a local hour I, and the difference between kerosene and, and, and heat sources and having all kinds of things in your, in your prepping. Um, but I would absolutely have an arsenal of supplements. I, I don't know what else to say other than we're going to have to go to that. that it's going to be difficult, I think, to even get care. And I don't even know that you'd get care at a hospital anymore because it's all protocol-driven. Well, I'm reading about all the supply chain interruptions, Mm -hmm. and especially in New York City, pharmacies, Mm -hmm. CVS, Dwayne Reed, um, and it's happening. It's kind of crazy. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Are you in a machine shop? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah. You know, I wanted to comment on what you were talking about earlier, how you were saying that the airplane companies, Mm -hmm. all these airlines are not a... you know, under the government's reign. Well, well they're not a contractor. Back, There's a difference. They're not a contractor. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. That, that may be true, but, and you may be correct on that, but if you go back and you look at the uh, fine print mm-hmm. on the banker bailouts when they bailed out the airlines and the You're car right. manufacturers, it gave them sole ownership over them companies. You're right. But see, they don't want to admit it. So we did that show. We've oh, done that go. show a bunch last year. So we That's knew, correct. right? We knew back then that there were three industries they were going after. It was going to be hospitals, planes, and what was the other one? I can't remember what the other was one was. It, was Automobiles. it banking? Auto or banking? Yeah, one of the two. Anyway, so what they were doing was they were giving them the bailouts, like you said. But this time, in his, the first time in history, they said, we want part ownership. Okay. And so, uh, oh, well, thanks. Okay. Uh, part ownership. And uh, we did these shows and people couldn't believe it because they were announcing it. They were saying there are three industries that are going to change dramatically. Trucking. It was trekking. Oh, it was trekking. Now doesn't it make sense? Now it makes sense. It was trekking. And so, um, but they're still not a government contractor, so they can't claim that. Although, see, that's why I said it was about the money and about the CARES money. Because the CARES money provided the bailout. The bailout provided the ownership that they don't want people to know about. Because then it becomes America Air. Right. All over the country. All the airlines then are government socialist. Yeah. yeah. And so it did. It, it, it even uh, raised the bar of socialism. <laughs> Can you do that? I don't know. It actually raised the level of, uh, of socialism in this country. It's, it's, it's going to be unrecognizable because they're taking industries and those are the strings attached. So I appreciate that caller bringing that up because we did. We did those shows last year. And uh People couldn't believe it. It's it's like government DNA infecting all these businesses. Yeah. And then the governments become, the the industries become unrecognizable, or they do things that make no sense unless you factor in the government ownership. Right, right. And the absolute slavish devotion. Yes. Why why they are just so like, no, 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 we we really want to be a government contractor. We are, we are. You know, wink, wink. Yes. Uh, we, We actually flew government workers, so that makes us a contractor. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure they were paid for the service. Does it matter what, um, uh, what employment we have when we fly? You know, so, so now it's such a shallow, hollow reason is to say, well, we, we bought, they, they bought group tickets as federal employees. So that makes us a contractor. That's, that's a huge leap. 
Right. That's right. That's a huge leap. Oh my so gosh. if if my if myself and a bunch of people from my church got on the plane, are they now suddenly a certain faith? I mean, that, that's how crazy that is, is to say that, oh, my gosh, this is the, this is who we are now um, because we sold you tickets. And a hospital saying we gave you services with your HMO and and your federal workers, so now we're a government contractor. There was a judge in 2013 that said, yeah, you are. You're a government contractor because you gave them services that they paid for. Anyway. um, Yeah, they're going to be the new kryptonite. No, they won't be because they're going to be used as this this, uh, excuse. Yeah. No, I, I think they are just trying mm-hmm. to, um, it's protection. Yeah. It's protection for the industries. So they want to come under the skirt mm-hmm. and just say, you know, don't come after us because mm-hmm. we're already a contractor. Right, don't right, come right, after right, us. Right. And what's the fastest way to ruin a country? You get uh, everybody to voluntarily quit or be fired and have to live off the system, Right. Um, Because a lot of people will live off the system. And then you have long lines. Only certain providers can exist because it's going to shove all the little guys out the door. And the government supports the big guys, the ones that do their bidding, that want to be government contractors. How do you ruin a country? This is what you do. This is what you do. Wonder why there's long lines at a restaurant, long lines at all these different places. I think that's just the beginning, you know? It's very strange. Now you sit in line for, gosh, an hour at the fast food, right? Just to get a substandard fast food that I thought it was substandard before. Now it's even worse, right? That's how you ruin a country. we got to stand up. And I know there's so many of you standing. I really appreciate all of you that are standing up. That are, that are that, But be fired. Don't quit. Be fired. Make them fire you. Then you have a case. I'll be right back. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about cancer and the vaccine. This is very, very intriguing. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. After many years of assisting... If you haven't been genetically modified yet, there's still time. Pfizer's trial doesn't end until 2023. That Kate Daly Show starts now. This thing called messenger RNA, or mRNA for short, that transmits the critical information from the DNA, our genes, to the protein, which is really the stuff we're all made out of. This is the critical information that determines what a cell will actually do. If you could actually change that, which we call the software of life, if you could introduce a line of code or change a line of code, I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. With uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA, um, it's, it's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough, with, with, uh, with an effort that's not too crazy, you could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, uh, these are, you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. So, I mean, caterpillars do it. Hi there. Welcome to Kate Daly Show on a Friday. And I have Uncle Milty with me. How are you? Good. Um, glad you're with me today, sir. And uh, let me just tell you, today uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, show today. Off the beaten path. 
And on Fridays, we kind of like to go off the beaten path a little bit. And let me tell you, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into a subject that is so interesting and fascinating to me with the questions that that are going to be posed. And uh, and we're going to uh, to veer into remember the uh, great flood uh, that we read about. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that. And I, I have author Gary Wayne with us, which is going to be just a very explosive show, a great show, and I love to go places that no one else will go. And so, of course, I, I welcome you to the program. Uh, Gary Wayne, how are you? Doing very well, and thank you for inviting me to guest on your show. And absolutely, very much looking forward to the conversation today. Absolutely, his book, I have it. It's great. The, the Genesis Six Conspiracy: How Secret Societies and the Descendants of Giants uh, Plan to Enslave Humankind. And let me let me just tell you, uh, Gary Wayne is an author. He is a Christian contrarian who's maintained a lifelong love affair with biblical prophecy and history and mythology. And his extensive study has encompassed uh, the. Bible Bible and and the Quran and uh, all kinds of uh, different works and ancient works and and secret society publications and you pose some very interesting questions and it's kind of right on the heels of looking at Time magazine and not even believing what I'm reading here but Time magazine um, about a day ago just posted this article and it was scientists report creating the first embryo with human and non-human primate cells half human half primate the first embryo this was on time magazine a day ago and i i had to read it again because i thought i was reading like babylon b i thought i was reading the onion and i i looked at it again and it was time magazine and i thought oh my gosh for time magazine to print something like this we are so in trouble with where we're headed and that's a little bit about what we're going to be discussing today. Where are we headed and where are we now, right? Simi- oh, yeah. The similarities. Uh, it, this is about organ transplantation, though. Not about making slave animals. Uh-huh. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. Yeah. They, it's, it's the soft selling of some very, very strange technology that we're doing and some very, um, uh, that you should be questioning. You should be questioning where we're going with this. And so, uh, as an audience, uh, but Gary, I'm so happy to have you. And so this book is causing quite a stir, Genesis 6. And uh, give us kind of a, an overall kind of a summary of, of, of this work before we launch in. Yeah, it's it's one of those reads that you're not going to uh, finish in one night, but mm-hmm. what it is is a 6,000-year connect-the-dots um, summary of our history and of many nexus points that are in the Antediluvian Epoch, not only biblical, but belief systems and history recorded all around the world, and what caused that apocalypse and how those organizational structures and the house of dragon as i like to call them in the book and uh their belief system crossed the flood how they affected our history what they're doing today and what they're trying to bring about and throughout the book what i try and do because i will reach into sources from secular history sources from secret societies sources from religions all around the world and their Mm -hmm. scriptures and their history and their mythology and show the direct links and parallels and let them speak for themselves without any manipulation so that people can see how we have a common history 
right. a common destiny. Well, I and, love that. And it's very important in this period that we're in with some of the things that you're just mentioning mm-hmm. to understand that what has been will be again. And so it's very, very important to start to properly understand what our common history is so we can understand what's going on today. I so agree with you, Gary. And uh, I just wanted to mention in that clip, I forgot to say, that was Tal Zox, Zax of Moderna. Chief Operating Officer of Moderna, stating that it's the software of life going into our genes with the shot. Um, then it was a Zuckerberg in a uh, private meeting that got exposed where he said RNA and DNA. He said, we, we, we don't really know what's going to happen, you know, in the future. Isn't that nice? You're, you're the experiment people. And then also that was Elon Musk saying that they could turn somebody into a butterfly at, at, and how wonderful that was, I guess. Uh, so they're pretty. Butterflies are pretty, um, but I don't really want to be one. So, so here we are with all this news right now, with this horrendous year, with with this shot that they keep telling everyone they have to have, and all of these things. And what we're going to be talking about a little bit to today, I just wanted to preface this before you launch in, Gary, is the question of the flood and why humankind possibly had to be wiped out why do they have to go that far why did god have to go that far and this will really get the wheels turning for a lot of people to to look at what we're doing right now and 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 see maybe some similarities in what's going on but uh i just wanted to sort of preface that question because you do pose a very interesting question that i had never thought of before it's Why? a very, very good question and a very, very good point. So I guess the first thing I would say to start off is that the flood just is not a biblical story. It is in all, in all cultures, all religions, on all continents, all around the world, except for Antarctica. And who knows what we might find there down yeah, the road. Yeah, really. Which is, which is another rabbit hole, but mm-hmm. staying on topic, yeah. uh, it is uh, a subject that is in over 500 root cultures as it expands out through history. So the, the idea that the flood is just sort of completely attributed to myths, you mm-hmm. can't really ignore the... I guess the mathematical sort of impossibility of all of that happening. And there's a lot of other common history that you just can't dismiss because you're going to get the mathematical zero, zero on the permutations and the combinations. So when we look at the flood, this is a worldwide flood that's recorded in, as I said, in all civilizations around the world. And as we're told biblically, um, it is a world that was a paradise that was turned into something that would be more like um, an enslaved culture worldwide. And in polytheist cultures, they tend to record that as the demigods or the giants or the heroes of Greek mythology or the Anunnaki of the earth of Sumerian mythology or the Miocene of Chinese mythology Mm -hmm. and on and on and on around the world started out good as they controlled the world and we can talk about that a little bit later but turned to evil and led the world to destruction through war in the things that they did but biblically we get something that's even more important to understand with what they did which is really important to understand what you're talking about in terms of dna manipulation and crossbreeding a crossbreeding of species and things like that Mm-hmm. So I agree. what um, the Bible says is the whole earth was corrupt, mm-hmm. not just the violence that people most that most people think about, not just being sort of godless and not recognizing and honor the God of the universe, but absolutely corrupt. And that's the Hebrew word shakath, which means ruined, destroyed. Wow. 
decayed. And the whole world was. So that includes not only the plant genomes, Mm -hmm. but all of the animals. And what's important to understand about that is that we're only now reaching that level of technology to be able to do that. And so when you bring in, as in the days of Noah, in the signs of the times that Jesus predicted as the, one of the overarching signs with the fig tree generation, mm-hmm. we need to be understanding what happened both 350 years after the flood and 350 years or 600 years before the flood, which were the days of Noah. Words aren't exactly used by Jesus to describe what we need to understand. And that that technology was greater than what we have today. Yeah. We're just catching up to that. You know, I don't think and a lot of people so realize that. Yeah. They don't realize that. They don't. We've done some shows on that where we've, where we've proven and we've shown um, the different, uh, you know, like the water systems and all the different kinds of things we, we did back then. And we, t- we tend to think that we're the smartest crew in the, in the, in the, uh, on the planet at this point in time. And I'm, lo- I'm going to look around you. <laughs> that, yeah. that ain't true, sister. Uh, but, <laughs> but we tend to think that way. We pat ourselves on the back, but that's not true. They had a lot of technology back then. And you're right. This question, I don't think I had ever really questioned question the fact that why because you you think that people they can repent or they can change their ways why did he have to why did he have to wipe everybody out saving a few why did he have to do that and go that far and i don't know if people ever really think of that you know why i mean that you're like you said the animals and the people wow absolutely and when you think about the wording in the bible for the story god calls all the animals as representative kinds or species, which it should be probably better translated as out of Hebrew, mm-hmm. that would start the world anew, that were clean from this corruption. Right. And so the reason why they're called is because the whole world was corrupt. And then if we start to match up what we learn from other cultures, particularly Greek mythology, Sumerian mythology, and Egyptian mythology, and history and religion, is that they were creating some of the most fantastical beings that most people think is just from the figments of their imagination, whether or not it's the centaurs that are created in a cloud by the gods, which suggests mm-hmm. some sort of off-earth DNA manipulation that's you know crossing three different kinds of beings, angelic or god or gods uh you have the the uh, you know the animal mm-hmm. body and the and the, and the human head and they in his in prehistory is just loaded with them whether or not right. it's pegasus or it's chimera which is the popular term that's used in science today to to okay. do this sort of cross-bearding and dna manipulation okay. and in the epic of gilgamesh we get that trifecta of crossbreeding that i like to talk about because you have you have just just to finish as you have let's say whether or not it's uh, gilgamesh or atnapishtian who's the sumerian noah who's a giant because he's one-third god Uh one-third human no he's two-thirds god and one-third human there's three parts to it we're going to come right back uh we have to break we're going to come right back more with author gary wayne uh the genesis 6 conspiracy secret societies and descendants of giants plan to enslave human mankind we'll be right back and make sure um uh you go to frankspeech.com and sign up that's the new facebook no censoring um it starts Monday. uh, Hi, my name is Lindsay and I'm the health coach manager at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. Working in the health coach department brings many blessings not only to our customers' lives, but to your own as well. 
I'm looking for caring people who are passionate about changing people's lives to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers to apply for the health coaching position today. Hi, my name is Haley. I am the director of health coach training at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. I have loved being a health coach. It's an extremely fulfilling position and I'm excited to come to work every day. I love seeing people as they make changes that are improving their quality of life. If you are a highly motivated person and care about helping others see success in their lives, I would encourage you to apply for the health coaching position today at balanceofnature.com slash careers. Steamroller Copies is excited to advertise your business. Increase your sales and recognition with a full-color vehicle wrap. We can help with all your transit needs, full wraps or decals, DOT numbers, magnets, you name it, we can print it. Turn your vehicle into your own personal mobile billboard. Take advantage of mobile advertising today by contacting your graphic designer at any Steamroller Copies location. St. George Boulevard, South River Road, or State Street in Hurricane. Steamroller Copies, always asking, what do you want to print today? Canyon Media and St. George News remind you to shop local Southern Utah. Now, more than ever, it's important to shop local whenever and wherever possible. Local retailers and their employees are facing uncertain times. And by you shopping local, it's an excellent way to support and strengthen our local communities. If we all come together and shop local, this helps our local economy become more resilient and stronger than ever. Shop local Southern Utah. Brought to you by Canyon Media and St. George News. We all know the price of everything is going up, but your summer energy bills don't have to. Now is the time to let Climate Control HVAC help you save up to 50% of your summer cooling costs and $2,500 off a new high-quality HVAC system with a 10-year warranty. Sounds pretty good, right? Cutting your energy bills, saving $2,500 on a brand new system, and staying cool all summer long without breaking the bank? It can happen. Set up a free estimate today with Climate Control. Online at goclimatecontrol.com. Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now, 435-922-7000. My name is Colin Jack, candidate for Utah House Seat 73 and representative-elect for our district. I'm running to protect our personal liberties, financial freedom, and energy security. With the current State of the Union, it has never been more important to be represented by a constitutional conservative. Ballots for the primary election have been mailed out by the county and are due back by June 28th. My name is Colin Jack, and I'd appreciate your vote. 
thank you for voting Garage Doors Only, the best garage door company in Southern Utah, three years in a row. It has come to our attention that other garage door companies are capitalizing on the current supply chain issues by grossly overcharging. Don't be pressured or misled into overpaying for repair on your garage door. At Garage Doors Only, we commit to treating you fairly, no pressure tactics and no overcharging. We have the supplies and the professional technicians needed. If we aren't your first call, make us your second opinion, free of charge. Garage Doors Only, where the only thing we do is garage doors. Hello, this is Gil Almquist. The true measure of a candidate for re-election is what they've accomplished. I wrote the proclamation defending law enforcement and first responders. I wrote the resolution to keep the Dixie name. I wrote the resolution against vaccine and mask mandates. I voted for the resolution naming Washington County a constitutional sanctuary. And twice I voted for lower taxes. Washington County has the lowest general fund tax of all Utah counties. Ballots have been sent to you this week. I ask you to vote Gil Almquist, Washington County Commissioner. Paid for by the committee to re-elect Gil Almquist. This show is pre-recorded. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. like that doesn't it a lot of people speaking a lot of people not listening uh the words of that song are very interesting uh that is disturbed the sound of silence and i welcome you back and appreciate all of you that are listening uh listening uh wcgo kznu all all the stations uh, alabama oregon uh, missouri thank you for tuning in because this is just uh it's a it's a i love topics that make me think I love topics that are uh, somebody that, that goes and does the homework, the research, and can bring it to the show and open up a new dialogue. Amen. <laughs> love that. Also, um, by the way, Monday, uh, frankspeech.com. Uh, this will be the rival to Facebook. This is Mike Lindell, my pillow guy, and it launches on Monday. There's lots of press releases. You'll see some news on it today, and censor-free. Uh, and so uh, a lot of people jumping over to that platform, myself included, and I just wanted to let you know uh, that this show will be be one of their featured shows um, that that uh, the audience uh, will be privy to, and I really appreciate that. It's going to be amazing. I've been on a lot of Zoom calls and everything else this weekend, and he's doing a tremendous job. Go to MyPillow.com and order products there. You're going to get the best sheets and towels in MyPillow. The blue one is the one for snoring, and you can only get it on the website. Order the blue label. The blue label one for snoring, the my pillow. It's awesome and it works. And uh, I just want to tell you, put in the code Kate and you'll get thirty percent off. Uh, you'll get thirty percent off, and it's uh, quite a deal. And I'm telling you, it'll help support this show, and it helps supports what what support what Mike's doing. And Mike even bought his own servers. He bought his own wow. servers. He is getting shored up, and he spent millions. And I am telling you, he is invested in this. It's going to be great. And uh, frankspeech.com. All right, my, my uh, guest this hour and next is author Gary Wayne, who has written the book. It's such an amazing premise and, and title, and I love that he's delving into this. The Genesis 6 Conspiracy, How Secret Societies and the Descendants of Giants Plan to Enslave Human Mankind. And I would imagine that reading for the audience must be Genesis 6. <laughs> You must go and read this exactly right it would help it would it's well it's where it all starts exactly so, and then it'll go sort of back before and then everything again that sort of rolls out of genesis 6 but you know and it's one of those verses that as uh 
you know, when I, when I came back to Christ, I was reading through the Bible and I read Genesis 6, 1 through 4, and I just said, I'm not ready to deal with that. And I just sort of kept on reading, and I think most people do. But if you want to understand what's really going on today and what's going to happen and really how history and prehistory was shaped, you need to understand those four verses. I agree with you. So, when you're introducing this topic to people, and you're and you're 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 well, you could come at it from so many things because right now, with what they're doing with DNA and RNA, is so scary to me that I'm hoping that the audience understands the, you know, look at what is happening to our bodies and what they are forcing on us. Because um, if this was ever about our health, uh, people would want it. They wouldn't have to be forced into it, marketed into it, advertised into it. So they're definitely pushing this thing so that people out there can have a normal life, which should tell people volumes but i'm sure that that your book now with the events now because uh this was written just a couple of years ago now nowadays you must just be freaking out right now the, the road that we're headed on there's always surprises along the way but certainly directionally is what you know mm-hmm. one would expect if they're well read or well You're versed right. on, on right. an entire prophecy but i have to admit i've been astonished as to sort of how the pieces are coming together. Even though I talk about how it's going to be a left-wing end-time world government, I had not realized as to how deep they had already reached into the level of that type of political level and even to the level of the oligarchs, which we're seeing becoming very, very prevalent in the West with the the large corporations and how they're involving themselves in in politics right now. Yeah, I was kind of blown away on that this last year. I was really, really shocked about that. Disappointing. Um, Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, You think that people would be fighting against that more, but now we've got a lot of different type of enemies at the gate so that's anyway uncle milton well, it just goes to prove that that right power is worth more than money yeah yeah so so let's uh let's talk about bloodlines too because bloodlines are very interesting in this aren't are they not Oh, extraordinarily important, and it's one of the keys. And if you wanted to understand secret societies, you have to understand bloodlines, and you have to understand different kinds of religion so you know how that sort of works. So mm-hmm. bloodlines are key to how the secret societies work and where the real money comes from. Mm. And these are the bloodlines that come out of the Nephilim uh, that are before the flood and or the Raphaim, which are the same name for the giants, after the flood. And these are where all the dynasties came from, and the dynasties were usurped by the giants because of their great size Mm -hmm. and their great warrior status. And then they populated the nobility class, which set up the whole social structure or the feudal system, which I think is probably the most easiest way for people to understand it, that basically dominate our whole history mm-hmm. except for a short time in the west in the last say couple couple hundred of years of, of now and now they're trying to reel us back they're not trying to increase our our standard of living they're trying to bring us back to the level of the standard of living of the rest of the world and have this small elite noble nobility class that are ruling Okay. Um, you know, you make this very, very convincing case uh, for understanding, in, and, and I'm going to refer right back to Gen- Genesis 6-4, because um, when you read this, you're kind of blown, people I think will be are blown away when they when they really read this, but it it's about the, uh, and it talks about the sons of God in uh, Genesis to be fallen.
fallen angels who copulated with women, uh, humans, you know, uh, earthly beings, um, to produce races of giants. Very interesting. Uh, I, people might have just kind of glazed right over that when when reading it, but there's something there that's enormous to the preface of your book, too. Very interesting. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the creation of that house of dragon because those watchers were the seraphim angels, which are fiery serpent-faced angels, and where all the dragon allegories and the serpentine allegories that's associated with power, religion, kings, and gods were, that's the source. And so they were the governing angels of rebellious angels before the flood and they're the same ones that create the same beings in the same way let's say in the greek culture where you have poseidon who's the brother of zeus who creates through climbing uh 10 demigod giant kings like atlas who's called a hero and a titan because it's used for both heaven and earth that term titan and in the same way and that's defined as a demigod which is defined in the ancient terminology as the offspring of a god and a human female. So it's identical same story. And these are the royal houses that still exist today and that they track their genealogies back to. So those bloodlines are key. I mean, they, they, they really track them. They're very interested in them and they want them. And when people read mythology, I mean, we obviously have mythology for a reason. How does it fit into the pragmatic world of right now reality today what is what do you what is your uh, premise behind mythology why do we have these stories and and they they keep going for for the centuries it, it's it? a really good question and when you dig into the mythology aspect you understand that it is an extension out of their history and their religion and mm-hmm. sort of a converging of that and you can't really separate that and of course the greeks would look at it as their history as opposed to mythology so whether or not all of the details are 100 percent accurate or not they're mm-hmm. directionally accurate in terms of what happened and when you start to match that up with the details of all the other accounts of the same types of events and in this case the creation of the giants all around the world they are almost identical in terms of how they tell the same story which again is totally inexplicable right. so and we it's have proof so with the mounds. I mean, then we have the mounds, and we. I mean, there's there's a proof of 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 the existence there. That's why I always crack up when people think it was a theory. <laughs> I just well, well, and and the serpent mounds, and right. you know, you got that serpent imagery again, and you know. The Serpent Mounds are probably part of the civilization that either migrated south and back north or just north from the Aztec, which come out of the, the Kishamaya and the Toltecs and, and those ancient peoples with those serpentine traditions. And the Kishamaya have an account of the Zibalba, which are, you know, giants and demigods as well. And somebody wants to Google Kamazots. They're going to, and that's the C-A-M-A-Z-O-T-Z. Mm-hmm. That's of the house of Zabalba. And you're going to get this image on the Internet that looks identical to the Batman suit because they're called in the, in the, in the Popol Vuh the house of the bat. They were actually bat giants. And so they have these incredibly different kinds of creations of these Nephilim and Rephilim after the flood and before the flood with the Nephilim that is recorded, as I said, the same all around the world. So 
we need to understand that there's a lot of history that is accurate and that when you start piecing all of this together, mm-hmm. we need to understand what happened because that brought all brought along the first apocalypse. And the Atlantean scenario that I had mentioned was considered the helm of world government with ten kings. And you have the secret societies, in this case, the Club of Rome, which would answer into the Committee of 300 of Purebloods, which was created, the Club of Rome in the late 60s, separated the world into 10 groups of nations or trading blocks or right. spheres of influence yes. that we see coming about now. And in the Bible and prophecy, it predicts these 10 empires of the global government of the end time. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Mind blow. Um, okay, and uh, you're right, because I've studied that history of the Club of Rome. So, um, so leading up to this, I mean, I, when, when I'm looking at the tampering going on with, with DNA and I'm looking at all these things, um, it, it, it should give people a glimpse into what was going on then, too, because there are books uh, that were not put into the Bible that exist that, uh, that you reference in the book, too. They just weren't included in the, in the works. But very interesting, the things that it says about the, the, the things that we were up to with animals, and the things that we were doing at the time, right? Yeah, exactly. They were doing all of these kinds of things. And what people don't know is that the secret societies, and particularly the ancient Masons, and Freemasons are kind of an extension of a larger ancient organization, but the ancient Masons of the Royals, they take their creation and have recorded it, and I've got all of the references in the book, so people don't have to worry about where I'm getting that information from. They take their creation back to the same time as the creation of the seven sacred sciences by Enoch, son of Cain. There's two Enochs in the Bible, one son of Jared, which is the one that was taken to heaven, and Enoch, son of Cain, who develops the knowledge into the seven sciences. And then it marriages with the illicit knowledge of the angels or the gods in the sixth generation when the Nephilim are created, and you get this organizational structure that is set up that's going to take the world into apocalypse. And that knowledge absolutely took off on an unprecedented level with that emergence of the knowledge from the gods with the seven sacred sciences that we know as the seven liberal arts today that are taught. And we're seeing the same kind of rapid Mm. advancement of that knowledge with the same kind of application to the knowledge as we saw in the past as we're trying to as we're witnessing people trying to set up a coming together with a global government and global cooperation whoa okay we're going to come right back with author gary wayne wow just digesting just digesting your book is fantastic by the way uh people ought to get it 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 is really it is really good and it's called genesis six conspiracy how secret societies and descendants of giants plan to enslave human mankind by gary wayne on amazon you can get that too be right back with author gary wayne don't go anywhere Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. 
Hello, my name is Patrick Larson. I am running for Utah State Senate District 28. Like many of you, I am outraged by the illegal, immoral, and unconstitutional lockdowns by a tyrannical leftist governor and health department whose decisions were not based on science, but done for reasons of pure control. They locked down and shut down our businesses. They abusively masked our children and tried to take away our freedom by pushing a vaccine mandate on all of us. I am a true conservative who will not be muzzled or silenced. Vote Patrick Larson for freedom. Paid for by Patrick Larson, State Senate. Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies. Did you know that we sell and service copiers, plotters, and more? Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50% savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435-862-6000 for a free bid. That's 435-862-6000. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now, 435-922-7000. Three months after the apocalypse. Oh, MREs again. I'm sorry, honey, but that's all we have. But it's been two years since the end of the world, Mom. You can blame your father for filling our food storage with MREs. Hey, it was good enough for me in the Battle of Gog and Magog, and it's good enough for you now. But the Johnsons have the best food storage. They got it at your family still matters before the apocalypse. How come you didn't get our food storage from your family still matters, huh? Paintball violins and food storage. 175 West, 900 South. Your family still matters. When you struggle with low thyroid or autoimmune challenges, everyday activities can be hard to enjoy. Get more out of life with Red River Health and Wellness. Founded by Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, Red River Health and Wellness is committed to your well-being. With a focus on non-pharmaceutical practices, they help patients manage autoimmune and thyroid conditions, including Hashimoto disease. Improve your quality of life. Call Red River Health and Wellness today, 855-55-RIVER, with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Hello, my name is Alan Davis, and I'm running for Washington County Commissioner. My opponent has accepted significant money from special interest development, and when asked if water was at a critical point, would he shut building permits off? He said no. As a county commissioner, I will always keep the best interests of Washington County residents in mind. And when water gets to the critical point, I will shut off building permits. Vote Alan Davis for Washington County Commissioner. Paid for by Alan Davis for Washington County Commissioner. Gold is money. Everything else is credit. 
said J.P. Morgan. Stop kidding yourself into believing that the government is going to save you. It never has and never will. In fact, it is completely incapable and absolutely incompetent to have any trust laid in its hands when it comes to your personal economy. Wake up and listen to that small voice inside you that has been consistently nudging you to purchase real money, silver and gold, from the most esteemed and highly praised gold medal winner, Gold Ore Store, known for its ability to meet or beat virtually any legitimately advertised price. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Our original address is number 7 North Main Street, historic downtown St. George. And now introducing our brand new private appointment only location for larger volume requirements. Call now, 435-703-9119 for your exclusive one-on-one PPMC experience. This show is pre-recorded. Call 8 8- this show is pre-recorded. 88-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Hi there. Welcome back. Uh, Kate Daly Show, a little Louie for you. And I have Uncle Milty with me. Hiya. Hey. And uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature, a fantastic product, and it really can help you with your health. And if you're feeling uh, ill, as uh, Uncle Milty was, he doubled up on it. <laughs> and so, Twice a day. And your color's back, and I love that. And so make sure that you get Balance of Nature. Uh, go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code word Kate, K-A-T-E, and you'll get 35% off and free shipping. And uh, what's wonderful about this product is you can try it out. You can try it out. If you don't like it, you can send it back. Isn't that yep. amazing? And I'm telling you, uh, the the feedback I'm getting from everybody is they love the product because they feel the difference. And isn't that the most amazing part? You want to when you order something and take something, you want to make sure it's doing its job. Balanceofnature.com. Uh, put in the code word Kate. Don't forget the code word Kate, and uh, you'll get those savings. My guest uh, in this uh, in in the show today is author Gary Wayne, and the premise is so fascinating to me because he talks about the crimes of of creation and you know with elon musk saying we could turn somebody into a butterfly and with the rna and dna going on right now i surely hope people are really thinking about the tampering with creation because when when gary posed this question of you know well why did the why did the why did the flood have to go that far why did he why did god have to wipe everyone out were we beyond were we beyond help at that point there was no turning around and uh and of course when you you know the possibility there of the of the crimes against uh creation and humanity that might have been going on pose a very very interesting dialogue that we that we need to be thinking of right now so i really appreciate gary uh, on the show thanks gary appreciate you Thank you. All right. Do you want to speak to crimes of, of uh, creation? Yeah, it's one of those really important concepts that people don't tend to uh, think about or look upon. But when you had the creation of the giants, this was an intercession of the divine gods or fallen angels who were taking a physical form because they're spiritual beings from a different dimension, just as heaven is a different dimension, but they're taking a physical form in the physical world to interact, and they're going to create offspring uh, with human females and are creating demigods, which are gods in the physical world. And that is a law that was not permitted, let alone anything that violates creation. In the first book of Enoch, 
sort of deals with this subject significantly. But again, it's recorded all around the world. So we know this is something that happened. And so biblically, this is the crime that leads to the apocalypse by water and the destruction and parading humankind and enslaving them into changing their DNA through the science and the knowledge that they had developed from the original seven sciences that merges, we talked about previous, with the illicit knowledge from heaven, from the gods, um, that accelerated this knowledge to a level that is greater than what we have today, but we're, we are quickly catching up. So when we look at that crime, what the punishment is, as Jude 1.6 would talk about uh, in, in the prison or the pit of the Old Testament or in Tartarus that would come out of the Greek mythology, this is the prison that is holding the impassioned and the worst of the fallen angels that will also be released uh, in the end time as Revelation 9 records as we head into the last seven years. And these are the ones who created these giants. And one would also expect that the bodiless spirits of those demigods, because the bodies died out, but they weren't allowed to go to sleep or go to heaven or were wandering. But the worst of those spirits, which we know as demons, are locked in the sides of the abyss, as we're told in Ezekiel 31 and 32. They'll be coming out as well. So this is the violation that caused the apocalypse. This will be as in the days of Noah, which is that overarching sign of the end time that I talked about, mm -hmm. will be part of what happens in the end time. So we're going to be uh, destroying or recreating or re-engineering all of the plant genomes, all of the DNAs all around the world that includes human beings. And the example of that would be only eight were deemed pure enough to restart the world after that corruption. Jeez. <laughs> really, when you when you put it like that, I hope people are having this light bulb moment <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, because we kind of take this this story for granted a little bit. We've repeated it a lot and uh, and and refer to it as folklore and, and everything else, but people don't really delve into like you have why that actually had to happen. Hmm. Interesting. Well, and when it starts to line up with so many other things that we're seeing today, mm -hmm. I think instinctively people know something's not quite right. Right. They can't really put their finger on it. They may not be ready to deal with the size of what's not right because you can look at so many different things and say something's not right. And in particularly with all of this DNA manipulation and genome manipulation, and now it's extending into the healthcare as a delivery system for messaging in the cells, which is not the B system as in time Christians might look at it as, but is a stepping stone that will merge with other technologies that will probably be that system. But it's that first sort of step as being the delivery system that people are going to actually ask for this so that they can have longer life and not be ridden with diseases. And we've seen a, a large pandemic and we've seen some sort of echoes of smaller ones that have been coming over the last 20 30 years whether it's SARS or whatever this is going to continue these are part of the birth pangs that these pandemics are going to get stronger as we go 
And that delivery system of these vaccines in a way that's quick and fast, as opposed to the drawn out things that we're seeing today, are going to be delivered. And the most effective vaccines that we've seen in this particular uh, pandemic is those RNA type of vaccines that are messaging into the cells. You start connecting that with AI and Mm -hmm. quantum computing and all the other technologies with an implant system, Mm -hmm. and you've got something you should be very, very afraid of that's coming down the road at some point in time. Right. You, re- you remember the 2005 Pentagon meeting where they were talking about the God gene, and they were asking how they could do this on jihadists, right? And that was the premise, oh, we got to get those jihadists. And so they talked about the God gene, and they talked about the removal of that, a spiritual place in your brain when it lights up when you're praying, or, or uh, that type of thing. And they said that they could dull that, and they, they asked how, the, the, the audience of, of the Pentagon asked how they could you know do this, and, it, and the uh, author of this said, well, what we could do is deliver it in a vaccine. And that would pretty much, you know, going to go to everybody. It's going to go to everybody. And so when I think about the dulling of the senses of spirituality in the future, if that's the case, okay, because this was clear back in 2005, if they can take this and they can dull that, um, then that would actually maybe lend itself to people doing things that they probably never would have done if that sense is, is that dulled. Did you want to comment on that? Because I'm trying to think what would bring bring people like myself or people that I know that would be drawn in um, to to the to a society that looks at, or worse than Sodom and Gomorrah, you know? Yeah. And so did you want to comment on that at all? Uh, well, I think it sort of builds on that allegory that Karl Marx talked about was an opium for the masses. I mean, they've been doing it through, you know, things to keep us distracted, but to do what they would really like to do to bring about this one world state and this one world belief system you're going to have to do more than the preparation brainwashing you're going to have to medicate them somehow some way and have them wanting to take it so the best way to do that on a speculation basis of course would be to put that new technology within a vaccine which people are demanding and what's also very interesting as we talk about this if you go back i think about three years at the davos meeting where you get the all of the rich and the powerful that are meeting on how they're going to move things forward Mm -hmm. they thought moving the implant bot nanotechnology uh system that they were um, talking extensively about was the best way to do it was through the healthcare system and through medications. And so you see those lanes starting to, to come to this nexus point where they start working together. And so if you want to get most of the people dumbed down to accept what they're preaching and what they're implementing, then you do that through uh, a health scare and with the appropriate vaccine that has that other technology to do that. So at some point in time, people are going to, to a certain Mm -hmm. degree, rebel against that. That's going to be where it gets really interesting as to how do they deal with the people who aren't going to accept what the globalists are selling. Wow. You know, and I, whoa, uh, you're right. And uh, I was thinking about that Time article I brought up in the beginning of this hour and the embryos that are part of part monkey, part human raise ethical concerns. Now, they write that 
Okay, and so people think that somebody out there must be concerned about the ethics, right? And that somebody's doing something about said ethics, but they're actually not. They're really, they don't really care. They throw that out there to soft sell this kind of stuff to us because this is about a cell, uh, an embryo being half monkey, um, half human, and Time Magazine mm-hmm. acts like this is the best discovery ever, right? Well, don't you want a new heart when you need <laughs> one? Oh my gosh, go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Well, People aren't, I don't see anybody actually doing anything about the ethics is what I'm saying, but they keep throwing it out there. And I write a little bit about that in my book about this technology mm-hmm. is that there is none, you know, for lack of a better analogy, there is no 10 commandments of the advancement of these technologies, you know, and you get the same sort of scare system with AI. I mean, we right. all know from watching the, you know, the uh, preparation movies of science fiction, what happens when you create AI. We know what the probable likely outcome is going to be. It's not good. But yet they continue to develop it anyways. And they seem to think that they can control it. But there's nothing there to prevent them from doing anything that they want. And in the age of global alliances and organizations they can just move the development of these things anywhere they want in the world where there may you know if they've got a law restricting it in canada or the united states or england or somewhere else they can go to another location and develop what they want to do in that other country without any oversight and so one should also expect with all of that that you're going to see disease targeted to specific people as a weapon of war Wow. Because they have that DNA mapping and understanding right now, why wouldn't it? So if you were a superpower somewhere else in the world and you wanted to get rid of a superpower uh, that was rivaling you, could you create through the DNA banks and hacking of the systems and whatever else enough information to target a particular disease to attack those people? Probably the answer is yes, or at least it will be at some point in time. Wow. I've always been kind of curious and a little um, just concerned about the push for, hey, send in your sample and get your family tree and how they made it, you know, because this is like the wife of the Google guy uh, that did this. And I, I just have always had this pit in my stomach about it, about about what were they doing with that? And so it just kind of that just kind of clicked when you said that anyway. Yeah, and genealogies and blood banks yeah. and all of that information that is being pooled that can be used for good or evil. And that's always the issue with knowledge and data banks and things like that and technology. It's always a two-sided coin. Yeah. Wow. And, and the concern is, is if it is under the control of a very few people, as in a globalist society, who would be running the globe, then you have power beyond imagination and control and nothing to prevent them from doing what they want to do. Absolutely. This Time Magazine article... um you know, it isn't the first article that shocked me. There's been many, especially in this last decade. I, I and, and you know what? We're the frog in the proverbial hot water. I think we don't realize where we're headed. We don't want to know. And then also, it's hard to recognize where we're at. I think a lot of people just don't think it's as far as it is, right? Has gone oh, as far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would, I would agree with that 100%. And we are moving at a pace that we can't imagine, you know, 
when in my younger years, we were developing knowledge at every five years. And before that, it was 10. And in the last 200 years, it keeps shrinking. Mm-hmm. And five years was the, you know, about 20 years ago, what that double rate was of the knowledge. I can't imagine how fast it's doubling today. Yeah, and yeah. so how fast that we're going to get there. But I also would caution people who are too apocalyptic so right. that you don't get ahead of the events, right? Because so if you're wanting to help people and inform them, if you're saying the end is tomorrow continually <laughs> right, right. and it doesn't happen, you lose your credibility. So you don't want to get too far over your skis on the chronology mm-hmm. in terms of the events and how they come together. I so agree with that. It always takes longer than we uh, think on everything. So they, if they wanted to, they, you know, at the start of the of the 30s and 40s uh, and 20s, they would have done what they could do in a decade. But it's taken a long time and that's why i i agree with you on that don't be too apocalyptic and um and really have it register kind of where we're at right now um we'll continue this conversation on in the next hour uh author gary wayne and the book is uh let me get to this quick the the genesis six conspiracy how secret societies and the descendants of giants plan to enslave humankind we'll be right back don't go anywhere kate daly show katedalyradio.com for the podcast so you can share this located on the bottom of the homepage. be right back feel like your insurance company remember if anyone asks we're a nice normal talk show the kate daly show starts now this thing called messenger rna or mrna for short that transmits the critical information from the dna our genes to the protein which is really the stuff we're all made out of this is the critical information that determines what a cell will actually do if you could actually change that, which we call the software of life, if you could introduce a line of code or change a line of code. I, I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. With uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA, um, it's, it's like a computer program. So. I mean, I think with enough, with with uh, with effort, that's not too crazy. You could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, so these are you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. So, I mean, caterpillars do it. Well, at least caterpillars are pretty. Did you want to be a caterpillar? Oh, you don't. Oh. Darn. Uh, that was Elon Musk. Um, and before him was Zuckerberg saying that they didn't know what the NRA and DNA uh, was going to do. And before that, it was Moderna from October saying, um, uh, no, that was from his 2017 talk. He actually said the same thing um, in October. But the 2017 talk uh, for the TED Talk where he said, the, it's the software of life and we're inventing it and we're going to get it out there. And then it just so happens, oh my gosh, by the biggest, craziest thing that we had this thing called uh, COVID that they could they could use for this shot instead of developing an actual vaccine. They developed a uh, shot with mRNA in it. And so what are they doing? What are they doing to everybody? What's making everybody so sick? It's not the virus. The virus isn't in it. COVID's not in the shot. 
So what are they doing to people? So I just, um, and with the deaths, we're at 2,600 deaths now that are reported. That means that's about a, a fourth of where we're at right now, generally, um, because of the, the way people report, they might not report the death because it came two days after or three days after. And so uh, 2,600 recorded deaths now um, on VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, if you want to check that online, that's the reporting website. I, uh, my guest this hour is author Gary Wayne, and I just had him on for the first hour. It's a must-listen. We covered a lot of ground, and he wrote the book, uh, The uh, Genesis 6 Conspiracy, um, How Secret Societies and Descendants of Giants Plan to Enslave Human Mankind. Now, you might go, what? <laughs> when, you're, when you look at that title, well, we're talking about the sixth chapter of Genesis, and yes, we're going on to a territory that's not usually covered on, on, on live uh, radio like this. You know, not a lot. I mean, there are people that will do this, but I, I just was so fascinated by his premise of the fact that when you go back to, um, let's say, the Bible, and you're talking about the flood and Noah, why were we wiped out? Why wasn't there any coming back? Why were we so far gone that the earth had to be cleansed, save a few people and a few animals? Why is that? What, what were we doing that we couldn't come back from? And the connection between that and the crime against creation, when we perform crimes against creation and we change inherently who we are, um, uh, what does that do to us? And Time Magazine came out with an article. I'm just trying to catch everybody up if you weren't listening the last hour. Time Magazine came out with an article yesterday uh, or a day ago that said scientists created the first embryo with human and non-human primate. primate. So a half monkey, half human, first embryo. And they act like this is just such great a great thing that we're doing and such great technology and how amazing this is. Are we stopping to think what we're doing as crimes against creation? Are we right where the people uh, were when they got wiped out? Are we doing the same things? And this is what this amazing book is about. I, I had never really thought of it, to tell you the truth, until I came across uh, Gary Wayne's book, Hat Tip Mike, thank you, and uh, Genesis, uh, Genesis 6 Conspiracy. Because, Gary, I have to say, you are so well-researched. This book is off the hook on research, and he documents every single thing he's talking about and it is quite amazing when you read through that chapter and the things that are said that everybody kind of blows over and you say now wait a minute stop let's go back and look what what is this saying what do you mean the angels uh came down and uh impregnated uh the human beings and uh and the giants were but wait what and so i love that you um took this and we're talking about in this hour the great reset where we're at and where we kind of fall in line and are there so many similarities to what the things the evil things that were uh that people were doing back then and i welcome you gary that was a long intro but i welcome you well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> very, very long-winded <laughs> intro, but I just wanted to kind of catch people up to what we're talking about. Um, and I don't know if anyone realized in the clip that Elon Musk was just talking, he said that, uh, let, me, let me play this one more time, because he talks about stopping aging. Here we go. I mean, I think with enough, with, with, uh, with effort that's not go. too crazy, yeah. you could probably stop aging. Oh, you know, if you want. stop aging uh, or turn you into a butterfly. And I found that kind of interesting because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the whole stop aging thing. Wait, 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 what? What are we tampering with here? And then, of course, the embryos uh, that they're designing that are half human, we're, we're treading into strange territory. And we're not, I don't think we're realizing it as a people. And I just love your book because it's such a warning. Um, but... Uh, 
and you can comment on, on anything I just said. He's <laughs> fine. Go right ahead. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, there's a lot there for sure. Yeah, Just yeah. on the end in terms of, you know, extended life, which everybody wants, right, as long mm-hmm. as there's a good quality of life. But as we move into the new age of Atlantis or the new age, uh, there's two different ways of calling it, they're going to be promising godhood, maybe in a more term than that. Mm-hmm. But they, that requires immortality within the physical world because they can't offer it in the spiritual dimension. And it has to also have the unlimited access to knowledge because godhood is defined generally in the polytheist understanding of having immortality in the physical world and all-knowing and so they're going to have to dip into that ai and quantum computing to access that what they would call the god particle which has kind of been misnamed but it's the atma particle that comes out of the vedas Mm -hmm. that is a particle that um, merges with a solid piece of particle that this is what they're searching for at places like cern that works through quantum entanglement that distributes this knowledge everywhere in the universe all at once and so having access to all of that information and knowledge and longer life, a.k.a. uh, immortality, Mm -hmm. uh, is going to be the two things that they have to offer as a buy-in to Mm -hmm. this new age or this new Atlantis that's ruled over 10, a.k.a. Atlantean-type kings, as the mythology comes out of Atlantis as, uh, for the... Millennium that they're going to be promising. Wow. Uh, there was a Pew article. I just wanted to remind people about this. And they acted like this was just like, oh, another article. You know, how they all come out. Pew Research did this. And let me just read the title to you because it's kind of along the lines that you're talking about. Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Humans. This was from December 10th, 2018. Experts say the rise of artificial intelligence will make most people better off over the next decade, but many will have concerns about how advances in AI will affect what it means to be human, to be productive, and to exercise free will. Now, that should that should have made people's toes curl, but it, I don't think it does. And I think people just go, oh, you mean like my phone? You mean like technology? Oh, yeah, we're good. No problem. But but. I think in the book, what's very interesting is you kind of go back and you go, look at all these similarities of the road that we were traveling, right? Where we were headed, whether people could actually digest that information or not at the time, I don't know. But they went down the very similar road that we're going down. Oh, absolutely they have. And this is, this is the type of things that were being offered um, before the flood before the first apocalypse by water. And this is predicted to be apocalypse by fire. That's going to be the resolution on the road that we're heading to um, today. Uh, not necessarily it's going to happen today or tomorrow, but that's mm-hmm. directionally where, where we're going. And so there's, there's books we, in the Bible and books not included in the Bible, too, that you're kind of gleaming from, right? The ones that were, the, some of the ones that weren't included, um, but, but yeah. just as powerful, right? So you're talking about a lot of different uh, sources when you're saying this when you're claiming that yeah what people have to understand is that all religions have a same view of the new age or mm-hmm. um you know as people were uh, wondering whether or not we we're going to be destroyed in 2012 
people mm-hmm. didn't realize that that new age of Aquarius is 2,360 years. So it wasn't going to happen on the first day. Right. But they all predict an apocalypse by fire. And so it's, and it all is related to that sort of concept that nothing is new under the sun and things keep sort of repeating. So even though we had a restart after the flood and there was no knowledge, everything has been restarted and is going ultimately in, in, in the same direction with the same types of ending and the same types of crimes mm-hmm. and corruptions that destroyed the antediluvian world, which will destroy this world. Wow. Um, Wow. We're starting to see a lot of that come together. So when we look at um, the knowledge and the access that mm-hmm. they're trying to provide, uh, this has been predicted in, mm-hmm. as I say, all, all different religions. And everyone has a kind of Messiah individual that they're looking for. So there's going to be multiple antichrists. Yes. And so whether or not it's Lord Maitreya of the of the Vedas and and in Buddhism, mm-hmm. or it's the Mahdi mm-hmm. of Shia out of Islam, mm-hmm. or it is the dragon messiahs of the bloodlines that they're trying to bring about through the European bloodlines. There are bloodlines all over the world, and there's going to be many competing antichrists. So again, people are going to be saying, well, this is antichrist, that's antichrist, and we got a pretty good view of that over the last three presidents. I think every one of them has been called antichrist, and they get way too far out of their skis and yeah. out of sort of the chronology of events that have to take that have to take place. So don't be so, so ap- apocalyptic. I mean, I, people can get that way and they can get really wrapped up in fear, and uh, that's never. We we have to make sure and warn against that too. Is becoming too apocalyptic all the time, right? That that's what you say in the book too, and I totally agree with you. It is. We need we need to understand where we are on things and where things are going, so that so, you know we can react properly and right. we can properly inform people in a way that isn't going to discredit right. all of these different things that are going on that people aren't really quite ready to deal with. But we need to get people thinking about all those different right. ways. There was a scale, I used to laugh about it, because it said this, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how North Korea are we? <laughs> and So my question to you will be in the next segment, because we have to break for a break right now. Uh, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how Sodom and Gomorrah are we? And uh, I say that just because I have, to, I have to have a sense of humor at this, too, or I'll cry. So, I mean, as far as just looking at the future, but I'm not apocalyptic. It, I hope people realize that. It's not about, I just worry that we're not going to see a lot of this and we have an opportunity to see it. See, digest that. Uh, maybe a big warning today. Um, be right back with author Gary Wayne. Talk. We have got to get out and have some fun again. I'm so ready. You know, Casablanca was named gold winner in the RJ's 2020 Best of Las Vegas for Destination Casino Resorts. Casablanca in Mesquite? Golf, spa, Catherine Steakhouse. I can hit the links. While I hit the spa. Casablanca, Casablanca here, here we come. come. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort Casino in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. After many years of assisting and training the people of southern Utah about the value of holding precious metals, we at Gold Ore Store are proud to represent the best of southern Utah for the third year in a row as gold medal winner in best gold store category. But wait, folks, there's so much more. Gold Ore Store has also won gold in best rock shop and also won gold in best place to buy a unique gift in all of southern Utah. We could not be more excited and pleased with 
with you are thousands of cherished customers who literally voted us a complete landslide victory over some very tough competition. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are humbled and overjoyed with a sense of true accomplishment and 10 years of intense work behind us. Here's to the next 10. Gold Ore Store, gold, silver, and so much more. The Inflation Killer. 435-703-9119. Gold Ore Store. It's time to love your sleep this summer on a new Tempur-Pedic Breeze mattress. Hi, this is Justin from the Mattress Store. I love to sleep on a Tempur-Pedic mattress. It's cool, refreshing, and restorative sleep that you can't get anyplace else. Plus, get 0% interest financing for up to 72 months and a $300 gift with every purchase. Voted Best of Southern Utah, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, Washington next to Best Buy, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats a mattress store. Nobody. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now. 435-922-7000. If you do, Buddy, the Buddy Holly story. This boppin' musical follows the true story of rock and roll legend Buddy Holly's spectacular rise to fame. Featuring over 20 of Buddy Holly's greatest hits, including That'll Be the Day, Peggy Sue, Not Fade Away, and more. Don't miss the incredible legacy of this icon, whose golden age musical career ended too soon. Buddy, the Buddy Holly story at the Indoor Haven Theater. Tickets at tuacon.org. Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. The kids are adults now, but you still want to help them prepare for when times might not be so good. Set them upright with help from the preparedness professionals at Your Family Still Matters. Get back to the basics with home canning, wheat grinding, and home baking essentials. Your Family Still Matters has home dehydrators and sprouting seeds. Stock up on water filtration, camping gear, and mountain house freeze-dried meals. Sleep better at night knowing you set the kids upright. Your Family Still Matters. South Bluff in Holiday Square. Under the big yellow sign that says paintball food storage and violins. Freedom is slipping away. I am Patrick Larson. I am a true conservative. I believe in less government, no new taxes, medical, personal, and property freedom. I believe in the right to self-preservation, free speech, and the deregulation of small businesses who are truly essential to the lifeblood of America. Utah should be the freest state in America. We need to fight for conservative values and elect new representatives to the legislature who will vigorously engage to protect our freedom. I am Patrick Larson, a voice that won't be silent. Vote Patrick Larson for Utah State Senate. Paid for by Patrick Larson.
This show is pre-recorded. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. It's been a Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. You know, I always, uh, always wonder about uh, Christians in particular who say they believe in Scripture, but then say that everything that, uh, uh, when talking about secret societies and things like that, anything that's being done is a conspiracy <laughs> theory, a theory, and uh, and not a conspiracy fact. It always, it always makes me go, well. You believe in those, don't you? Or you read those, don't you? I mean, it, it's very contradictory to not think that we are in the, that, that we would be repeating history or in the times talked about. And so I'm always intrigued by that, to tell you the truth. Uh, it's like, wow, uh, you either, you either, either understand and believe it or you don't. And I would imagine you'd be looking around and saying, oh, wow, we're kind of in a, in a strange time. Um, I'm here with uh, author Gary Wayne, and uh, the book is called uh, Genesis 6. Uh, conspiracy: The Genesis 6 Conspiracy, How Secret Societies and the Descendants of Giants Plan to Enslave Human Mankind. It's a fantastic read. I have the book, and it is, uh, it's, it's just, it's got all his research. It's just amazing. And you have a website, too. How can people find you? Because you do a show every month, Gary. How can people find you? I do. I do. I do a show on uh, TFR mm-hmm. uh, first Wednesday of every night called Ask Me Anything, and it's sponsored by Zen Garcia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they take uh, questions in that they'll uh, send me, and then I'll do live questions when I've done the questions that are done in. My website is the Genesis6Conspiracy.com. That's Genesis6 with the number 6Conspiracy.com. And on the website, you'll get a generous excerpt of all 98 chapters. Uh, so you'll get a good feel for uh, whether it's the book for you or not. And if you wanted to buy a copy of the book, you can connect over for a digital copy Mm -hmm. for Kindle, or you can connect uh, over to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com, or you can buy Mm -hmm. a signed copy from me as well. So lots of ways to get a hold of the book, and that's the best way to get a hold of me as well if you want to ask me some questions or you want some information on a subject. I have an email. Contact the author on that. What's the website name again? Genesis6Conspiracy.com Genesis6 with the number 6Conspiracy.com Perfect. Um, okay. There's a couple things I want to ask you about. I just asked you, where are we on the scale uh, 1 to 10 um, of Sodom and Gomorrah? <laughs> and so it kind of goes along with the same question, obviously, of chronologically, where do you think we're at? Um, because I, I do want to warn people against getting too apocalyptic too quickly and, and having that run your life because it can be a whole other problem. Um, I, I, I would hope people aren't doing that because I think it's a ways off, a ways, a ways, a ways off. Go, go, go ahead with that question. Well, I answered uh, four or five on that uh, scale. Four or five on the scale of Sodom and Gomorrah. How, how Sodom and Gomorrah are we? Okay. I like that. Okay. Four or five. That actually is hopeful. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little hopeful. And yeah. one of the key things that happens in the Sodom and Gomorrah story is that the uh, people of Sodom are wanting to uh, have the humans who are angels. So they recognize them as angels, but they're physically, they came as angels. They want to bring them out to have sex with them. We're not having sex with angels right now that I'm aware of. So mm-hmm. there's a long ways to go. Yet. Yeah, okay. So, well, thanks for clearing but, that one up. <laughs> just, just for the record. Somebody out there um, just spit out their gum. But yeah. <laughs> So, All right, I'm, I'm glad to there, glad to hear that. Go ahead. There, there is a bit of a chronology that people can follow, uh-huh. and uh, I recommend people. And if you're not 
you know, familiar with the King James Version language than get an NASB or any modern language one. It'll get, get you close enough to uh, the understanding that you're looking for. And in, within that, you've got Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 17 and 21. That's going to lay that out for you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus actually does a very good job of laying out uh, the fig tree generation after all of the signs and after the chronology of the events that he provides. You can overlay, actually overlay, overlay Revelation onto everything that Jesus said. But the fig tree generation is the generation uh, of the southern kingdom or Judah being back in the land, and in particular Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. What we don't know is how long a generation is. So it could be seven years, 70 years as the psalm says, or it could be 120 years as Genesis 6-3 lays out, or it could be mm-hmm. something in between. So Jerusalem wasn't taken uh, until 1967, and all prophecy in the Bible centers around Jerusalem. So that's, that's the key. So if we are in the fig tree generation, there's still lots of things that could happen. And we don't have a universal religion yet. We don't have a world mm-hmm. government yet. We don't see right. the Jewish people being permitted to do the sacrifice on a wing of the temple yet. So those are huge stumbling blocks, let alone we don't have all of the technology in place to bring about the beast system and the mark of the beast and things like that. So lots of things yet to happen, even though things can move kind of quickly. So. There's a period just before the last seven years where you're going to see the rise of the universal religion that's going to bring about the ten groups of nations or empire that's going to be the the global government. And it's going to dominate the government, and that's going to last for three and a half years until Antichrist comes along and actually crowns himself in the temple. Mm -hmm. And so you've got a seven-year period that is going to be very tumultuous, but we're not there yet. And within the breakdown that Jesus provides, he's going to mark when the abomination is at the timing of of Daniel, which is also reiterated in Revelation mm-hmm. as well, and that's three and a half years in when that whole event is going to happen. Now, part of we get into the fig tree generation, Jesus lays down the birth pangs, which are going to happen... Um, in increasingly uh, more and destructive manners as we get closer to the last seven years. And those are wars and rumors of wars. And, you know, we haven't seen a significant increase on that yet. There are earthquakes, which are increasing mm-hmm. and in number and intensity. And famine, which we haven't quite seen on a, an apocalyptic scale yet, and pandemics. And we're just starting to see sort of the early birth pangs of those, uh, of the pandemic, of the pestilence part, if we are indeed in the fig tree generation. So mm. we need to understand that there's lots of things that could happen. So it's not going to happen next year. I mean, I, I don't predict dates because... That's usually fatal for anybody who does it. They're oh, always yeah. wrong. Yeah. But we can understand the times and the seasons and some of the most significant events that need to be in place before this can happen. Right. Well, I, I, I love your answer, actually. Um, I hope uh, everyone digests that. Kind of interesting. Uh, and so um, back to this, uh, back to this, too, all the things we've been talking about, I do want to talk about the Great Reset. And, uh, and again, that, that Time Magazine article, the reason I'm going back to that is I want to show people, sometimes we have to be jarred a little into, do you realize what we're doing right now with technology? Because really what this premise is, is 
was it was it the the tampering with who we innately are the tampering with creation that brought along the flood because the flood was uh you know an act of let's just wipe it out because there's no coming back and so are we along those same lines and so this kind of works its way into the great reset and then i'm going to take your questions please keep it to the topics uh that we're talking about please don't change the subject but uh we'll take your calls and you can ask gary questions yourself so the phone lines will be open in just a couple of minutes but i i i I say that because I don't think we realize how much we might be doing the, the, the things that they were doing because there are some scriptures not included in the Bible that even refer to the fact that uh, animals were being used in, in, in some very odd ways. And I'm trying to be really nice here with my odd ways and some things that we were doing along the way. We don't realize, I think, some of the similarities and maybe we are tampering with creation so much so that uh, this could be a nightmare. I'm thinking about the vaccine and all kinds of things that they'd like uh, to change us with. Because that really does change you. It's code. It's code going into the cell. But you can take it from here. Yeah, and if one thinks about the idea of these birth pangs that I was talking about in pandemics, that's an opportunity. And that's why the globalists look upon mm-hmm. these types of catastrophes, whether or not they're contrived or they're natural, as something that they want to take advantage of. And so we heard a lot in the campaign last year with President Biden about uh, taking advantage with the Great Reset, just as the Prime Minister of Canada is big on this great global reset. And Mm -hmm. the global reset uh, is an opportunity presented by the pandemic because there's so much damage at every level, whether it's culture or economic. all sorts of issues with uh, drug addiction and just it hits on almost every every sort of aspect and the idea behind the global reset is is to uh, and they use the you know the coded word the reimagination of everything so that they're going to have a complete restructure of how oligopolies relate with government and with religion they're going to have a similar reimagination as of all of those organizations work with the environmental aspect of it but to make it happen they need to have something that they are starting to introduce in an idea as a religious type of event in terms of a jubilee that's uh, recorded in um, the old testament that happens sort of every year that's related to what they used to do in the assyrian empire so look for those two analogies to come out because they're going to say we're going to forgive all of the debts and so all of the countries who are spending money like crazy right now are going to be saying we're going to we're going to have those debts forgiven mm. and any debts going forward you're only going to have to pay something like one or two percent or something really really low so that they can continue to to fund the new social world order that they want to bring about. And for the individual, they're going to have a forgiving of debts as well. But in return, you won't be able to order, you won't be able to own property. So again, all in that sort of socialistic sort of network that they're trying to reimagine. If you don't have debt, you're going to have a whole bunch of money taken away from you, similar to what they did in places like Cyprus during 2008, where they just went right into your bank accounts and things and mm-hmm. seized those assets to help pay for all of this. And people will say, well, you know, companies can't afford this. Well, they're not worried about small private enterprise. They're only concerned about the perversion of free enterprise and capitalism, the international globalist oligopolies we know as 
corporations, they're going to have to actually forgive debt as well that's owed them. Um, but they are going to be rewarded for a big role in this new world that they're going to create with this global reset. Now, what's interesting is, is that the people who have the real money, the significant money, I'm not talking about Bill Gates, I'm not talking about anybody that we perceive of having wealth, that's visible on the book's wealth. The real wealth is held by the families and the bloodlines whose money isn't on the books and dwarfs by an unimaginative level any of the money that we know of that are on the books. They're going to be able to fund the corporations and the oligarchs that they want to have power and have control of the corporations, and they're going to reward those nations for participating. So it's only going to be for the visible uh, people that this is going to, to, to happen for, but it's all in return for bringing down of national borders mm-hmm. and to reimagine this social world order that they want to, want to bring about. Wow. I'm just letting it digest. Um, we have about 30 seconds, and uh, um, I just, we need the biggest wake-up call because I do feel like uh, I know how this story ends. Um, I am a believer. I am a Christian, and I know how the story ends, um, but I also know that we are responsible and accountable to our role. Um, did we do anything to stop this? Did we? Did we, what did we do? And so... With that being said, and not being apocalyptic, um, I I just hope people wake up to our uh, awful situation, to our uh, what is actually going on right now, and to have that digest. Um, where are we at, and uh, and what can we do to make people more aware of this? I'll be right back with author Gary Wayne, and you can ask him questions. Uh, we'll be taking short, quick questions, so keep them short. But eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. Be right back with author Gary Wayne. My name is Lindsay, and I'm the health coach manager at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. Working in the health coach department brings many blessings not only to our customers' lives, but to your own as well. I'm looking for caring people who are passionate about changing people's lives to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers to apply for the health coaching position today. Hi, my name is Haley. I am the Director of Health Coach Training at Balance of Nature. My department is currently hiring health coaches. I have loved being a health coach. It's an extremely fulfilling position and I'm excited to come to work every day. I love seeing people as they make changes that are improving their quality of life. If you are a highly motivated person and care about helping others see success in their lives, I would encourage you to apply for the health coaching position today at balanceofnature.com careers. Hi guys, it's not Andrew, it's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED, but we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row. 
Garage doors only, where garage doors is all we do. Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies. Did you know that we sell and service copiers, plotters, and more? Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50% savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435-862-6000 for a free bid. That's 435-862-6000. Make the most of your golf practice with Black Tee Golf. Black Tee memberships allow you access to Southern Utah's most exclusive indoor golf club with the area's largest 4K screens. Black Tee Golf is open to members 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with the world's most sophisticated software featuring TrackMan simulators. So stop by for your lunch break, bring the kids by for fun games, play 9 or 18 with a partner, or just swing by for an hour to hone your skills. Memberships are limited. Grab yours now at www.blackteegc.com. Gold is money. Everything else is credit, said J.P. Morgan. Stop kidding yourself into believing that the government is going to save you. It never has and never will. In fact, it is completely incapable and absolutely incompetent to have any trust laid in its hands when it comes to your personal economy. Wake up and listen to that small voice inside you that has been consistently nudging you to purchase real money, silver and gold, from the most esteemed and highly praised gold medal winner, Gold Ore Store, known for its ability to meet or beat virtually any legitimately advertised price. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Our original address is number 7 North Main Street, historic downtown St. George. And now introducing our brand new private appointment only location for larger volume requirements. Call now, 435-703-9119 for your exclusive one-on-one PPMC experience. As the heat starts to creep in, you realize it's time to get out of town. But where to go? Jacob Lake offers activities the whole family will love. Hike the Grand Canyon, ATV through hundreds of trails that offer beautiful views. And Jacob Lake Inn has accommodations for everyone with their 62 rooms, restaurant, gift shop, gas station, and convenience store. And don't forget those delicious cookies. Grab one or maybe five for the road. Best of all, Jacob Lake Inn is less than two hours from home. So go ahead, book your vacation today at jacoblake.com. Let's talk sleep, not just any sleep, life-changing sleep. Head-clearing, body-repairing, no-tossing, glorious sleep. The kind of sleep Tempur-Pedic invented. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, your elite Tempur-Pedic retailer. When you're on a Tempur-Pedic, you lie there and it does all the work, constantly adjusting to you and relieving pressure while keeping you cool and comfortable so when you wake up, you're the very best version of yourself. Come in and see the entire Tempur-Pedic lineup right here at Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Hey everybody, this is Willie Billings running for the Utah House of Representatives District 72. My first priority, the funding of our kids' education. We need to send a message to the teachers of how valuable they really are. Number two, the Utah lands that are managed and controlled by the federal government. We need Utahns managing that land and the revenues coming to pay for the education of our children. And number three, the culture of bragging about how many bills the legislature is passing every year. We should brag about how few bills we have and how many bad bills we got rid of. I'm Willie Billings. I approve of this ad paid for by the Willie Billings campaign. Pain fund. This show is pre-recorded. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
Daly Show. We're going to take some calls. And uh, and I also um, wanted to mention, too, um, Frank's Speech starts Monday. It's like a new Facebook. And it's for those that don't like the Nazi feel. And they actually want to um, not have the Nazis run uh, their social media platform. And so Mike Lindell is awesome and, of course, a sponsor of the show. And he is starting frankspeech.com. Uh, you can go sign up. It starts Monday. It's all over the press right now um, because this will be censor-free, censor-free social media. He even bought his own. He spent millions and bought his own servers. I mean, he's serious. This is a huge operation. I mean, it's huge. And I was on Zoom calls with some of the the biggest names in radio, uh, conservative radio this week. And I'm telling you, it's going to be huge. Frankspeech.com. There'll be a mass exodus from Facebook. Uh, get over there. And you can also go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate. And uh, t- pick up some wonderful products and support Mike and his endeavors. Support me with this show and, uh, and my wonderful co-hosts. And I'm telling you, my wonderful guests like I have on right now, uh, uh, Gary Allen, author. Um, also go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate, get the product, shore up your own health right now, and uh, put in the code Kate and get 35% off and free shipping. You'll love the product. So, um, uh, so let me, let me, well, let, let's start here. I'm going to, I'm going to have a quick call from a, a listener and then I want you to talk superheroes. So don't forget to talk superheroes. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. <coughs> Well, it may take him a little far off, but it's in the same line. You know, when people are looking for what is, is this kind of real, it's real because the RH negative blood factor does not occur in any other type of animal on Earth other than human beings. Mm. And it, it is regenerative through the male line, mm-hmm. and it, has, it is passed only by male to male. It's not, if you have a woman, doesn't ever carry it, really. And it, it is the line of kings always had an RH negative okay. Um, blood type. All right, great, great, great comment, uh, Gary. Well, exactly, and I don't, I don't talk about the Rh negative in the book because I don't have that tangible evidence about it. But I talk about all of the bloodlines and how important the bloodlines are to where you fit in the cult and how pure it is and how noble it is through scion or grafted bloodlines. It's interesting that the, uh, for example, just to sort of underline what the caller was saying is the Windsor family is O negative, and that's the most highly sought after of, of the negative bloodlines where people go a little bit wrong with it you have to be careful with it is because they say it was added and when you have rh negative you're missing an antigen so something's being taken away and people say well that sort of says that that's just not possible but it's Mm -hmm. not that's not how it's done it's done through the genes and they believe in something called the gene of Isis, the gene of the gods that's passed on us, the genes that produces the bloodlines. And so I've got a great document on RH negative if people want it, but it's something to keep an eye on, but it's only part of the package. And the gene of Isis is also allegorically talked about as the spark of the divine or in some political statements for the new world order, a thousand points of light. Oh, now if everybody's remembering, a thousand points of light has been a topic. I remember Senior Bush, who I'm definitely not a fan of, um, was uh, talking about a thousand points of light a lot. And uh, people will recognize that term, I'm sure. Woo! Yeah, creepy. Anyway, um, okay, so um, let's uh, I, tell me about superheroes real quick, and I'll take some more phone calls. Well, the most popular thing in the movie theaters today, and 
let's say for the last 20 years is all of these superheroes and we're just continually inundated with what people don't understand is that these superheroes are based on the old nephilim and Raphaim, just as thor would be the son of odin mm-hmm. as one example um these are the superheroes of old that did all of these great feats people like hercules people like uh, atlas uh, theseus perseus all of those were called heroes and they were superheroes because they were demigods, offspring of gods and human females. And probably the best sort of way to understand it is these allegories are interwoven into these superheroes, I think kind of in preparation for this coming back. And whether or not it is based on the offspring of the gods, whether or not it's a DNA manipulation or some extraordinary knowledge that's been gifted or some sort of talent that comes from the magical arts it's all related in terms of the superhero mythos superman is probably the best and easiest one for people to get their heads around not only is he a superhero he's superman he's the first probably one of the first ones and he's his name is actually comes from the l house of l as in doral and jural and that's important to understand because l when you take that back to Hebrew, it means an angel or a god, or A-L or I-L in, in transliterations and under, in other languages. Mm-hmm. And El was the head god for the Canaanite pantheon. So he is the son of a god and a superhero and a savior for the world. And all of those allegories are encoded into all the different superheroes. So when you're looking at transhumanism or all of these different kinds, whether or not there's a bird superhero like uh, the Zabalba or the Tengu or someone is like a dog type of Mm -hmm. or jackal or wolf type of individual out of Anubis and gods like that, they all sort of go back. So when you have the Black Panther movie, the god that's introduced into that movie is Bast, which was a female lion goddess who created mm. a Pandora's box of these types of individuals. Interesting. That's so fascinating. Because it's, it's half human, underlying. right? Half human with yeah. special powers. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. Huh, I haven't thought about that. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm just letting that register. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was, that. yeah, interesting. Well, hmm. in, in the uh, more modern translations of the Bible, whether it's NASAB or NIV, you might get a, a translation instead of calling the Nephilim or the giants as the mighty ones, they're going to be called the heroes of old in some of the modern translations. Uh, mm-hmm. translations and that's the same sort of connected as, as the reason why they translate that as the heroes that were recorded in, in Greek mythology like Hercules for example hmm, so it all sort of connects back in mm-hmm. what we should expect from this is we're going to see part of this as part of the technology or and or the interaction of these aliens or fallen angels or whatever as we get into or closer to to the end time and one of the other things that we need to be prepared for is is the cloning technology because as i said that earlier in the show is that these giants they died out but their spirits require a physical body to 
interface in the physical world. And the ones that aren't in the abyss are roaming and can only find rest within a physical body, but then you're fighting the host. So I think one of the end games for, and this is my speculation, for cloning is to clone bodies mm-hmm. for the demon spirits who are the bodiless spirits of the giants to control and interact with the physical world in as we get closer to the last seven years. Interesting. Wow. It kind of brings you back when you were just saying that to to the book title, and that is Genesis 6 Conspiracy. Have you read Genesis 6? And I'm asking the audience, uh, go and read it again. It's very intriguing compared to this conversation that we're having, because this is what the book's about. Genesis 6 Conspiracy, How Secret Societies and the Descendants of Giants Plan to Enslave Human Mankind. And uh, and I love, I you know, I'm always fascinated fascinated by somebody who makes me think a little bit and says, you know, hey, what about this? And I hadn't thought about that before, especially when it came to the flood. Why did why did it have to be, why did everybody have to be wiped out, save a few, um, as in Noah? Why why did that have to happen this way? And the cloning, all the things that we're doing right now, and there's a lot of speak. If you go look at the headlines right now with technology, they're acting like this is totally normal. And I'm sorry, but it's uh, that, you know, when we do crimes against creation, that isn't normal and we're supposed to have ethics about these things but we're supposed to uh question these things and say no but we're not doing that we're acting like it's cool new technology like an iphone and uh, we have to rethink this i'll take any calls questions for gary 888-673-1450 888-673-1450 you can call up live right now um don't miss the opportunity uh, to ask gary a question keep them short and sweet and on topic but i just i love that you went here and made people think about this what made you think about this what brought you into writing this Writing the book or uh-huh. writing about the superheroes? Aspect? Right, no, writing the book, writing the whole premise of this. What made you? What made? What clicked and made you delve into this? Well, I'm a real mythology buff, and I'm a history buff, and I'm a prophecy buff. So I wanted to see whether or not. I was going to be able to be published and mm-hmm. people would buy my book. And okay. so I thought, you know, I'll start on something easy as doing, you know, something this very... This is easy? Uh, Gary? Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, hold, hold that thought. Well, I have a caller for you. Unless you wanted to finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, you, no, go ahead. Okay, okay. All that happened was it got changed as I started digging into it. So. Ooh, okay, all right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, hi, Kate. Hi there. Um, I have a question for okay. the author, um, mm-hmm. Gary. Really quick, I had heard some speculation along the bloodline theory that one of the major reasons why the flood had to happen was because the bloodline that was going to bring about Christ had become, um, I guess, the best Tainted. to use is infected. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any truth to that? Okay, thank you. Great question. Oh, absolutely. There's a connection there. And that's why the eight that were chosen were free of that corruption and that they restarted the earth with the new free, you know, pure bloodline where you could Mm -hmm. actually have the Messiah come about. So everything from, from the point on when Adam is created from a biblical perspective is to resolve the angelic rebellion aspect, which is intertwined. And so what happens before the flood is that partnership between their creations, the the giants and the angels, to ensure humankind is not going to be raised um, Mm -hmm. into a mortality to be equal with gods and actually judge the angels who created the crimes against humanity in the future time. So everything is designed to make sure that that didn't happen. Wow. 
Wow, and I'm, I'm glad for that caller. Uh, that was a great comment, by the way, too, um, because it had to be destroyed. Because uh, how in the world could could Christ come into being here in this in this uh, mortal world um, and have that everything so corrupted? And so, what are we doing right now, following along in those same footsteps of of, of tampering with creation right now? They're they're doing something that goes into every single cell. Illness doesn't even go into every single cell. But this does, the mRNA, this is why I warn people so often about this shot that's not a vaccine, because it goes into every single cell, and you don't know what's going in there. Uh, did you want to comment on that? Because I know we're getting close to the, uh, to the end of the show. We have a few minutes. Well, I think that's going to be the avenue in a more advanced way down I the do road too. that they're going yeah. to uh, actually change the DNA. But I want to say to the audience, we're not there yet. Right. And they want to gain confidence in the system before they start tampering with it. I so, agree with you. So. I'm glad you said that. I absolutely agree with that. It's coming. And maybe there's like this preparatory uh, moment right now. I do have a caller for you, and I agree with you. I think that's down the road, but they're conditioning everybody into this and getting used to it. And then we don't know what the preparatory of that is and maybe this is it i don't know hi caller welcome to the show keep it keep it quick keep it quick go 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 for it okay uh, hi gary i've got your book it's great um why is all of this going on now that's the grand question why thank you thank you appreciate that go right ahead well if we are in the fig tree generation then it needs to happen and to make things happen the way they are and to prepare for the rebellion that the rebellious ones and those who follow them want to have they have to accelerate our technology and get it to a point where they can create a plausible case that if you follow them you can make a stand against what they would call the evil god of the universe which is the god of the bible and his followers and so they're going to have to create a scenario that is believable that you could win and secondly for when they introduce all of these other players that we're going to start seeing they need to have a rational explanation for who they are where they came from and it won't be the real story expect it to be sort of disguised in the whole alien sort of aspect of yes. beings of the universe i completely agree with that uh you know uh satan likes to mimic everything and and why would he not mimic some of the biggest events foretold right Everything will be counterfeited, yes. including a counterfeit uh, Messiah. Yep. Just as he wanted to have a counterfeit realm and to be raised up to be like God, everything he does is a counterfeit. So they're going to counterfeit everything, including a counterfeit Armageddon. I agree with that. Oh, man, I wish people would listen to that and warn their children because they you know, will be here for that. And I just, I, that's my hope, that they are not uh, deceived that easily. Um, thank you. Author Gary Wayne, what a trip. This has been a, an interesting two hours. I rarely have a guest on for two hours, but I knew we were gonna we were gonna have to take some time <laughs> with this one. I love it. Thank you. Uh, and go to Genesis six, the number six, Genesis six conspiracy.com. Thank you, Gary. Gary? Thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, really appreciate it. Be faithful, be fearless, and uh, see you here on Monday. Uh, Mike Lindell, I have a couple of guests on Monday, uh, some fantastic guests, so make sure that you sign up for frankspeech.com over the weekend as well. You're going to want to be part of that social network, and everybody have a great weekend. Are you tired of bad blinds? 